welcome, welcome, welcome to Rapid Reviews Radio, episode 57, which is crazy. I am your co-host, Kylie Wilde, and I am joined by the ever-present Pete Beckett. No, cra- no crazy intro today. Hello. No, no crazy intro. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those days, but how how are you? How have you been? Uh, uh, well, it's been a busy week, as always, but mm-hmm. I'm here. I, I'm here. I'm alive. I'm ready to talk <laughs> video games. And uh, yeah, so let's get on with it. But how are you Absolutely. anyway? Freaking lootly. Uh, I'm swamped with all of the Christmas orders ever. Well, I should say holiday. They're not all Christmas orders, but holiday orders ever, which is good. And I'm thankful for that. But I would like to sleep at some point. Oh, of course. Yeah. But sleep, sleep always eludes you anyway. <laughs> it does. Except for the other day where I slept like 12 hours. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> and we were supposed to discuss everything that was going on for this week. And yeah. you just noped out of it. It was like, nope, nope. Yeah, I, I slept through our production meeting. <laughs> Again. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. Not the first say. time. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, things are heading full full steam ahead at the end of this year. So it's it's good. It's very good. Oh, um, and as for the listeners who may not know, but the uh, Safe in Our World t-shirts went out um, last yeah. week. And they did. They've made it to most of their owners, their prospective owners. With a couple of exceptions, right? With a couple of exceptions. Um, we even have one going overseas uh, to Mr. Brent. So, um, hey. Yeah, so hopefully he'll get his soon. Um, and uh, it was great. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I actually posted this on my, my Facebook as well, which is there wow. is no greater feeling in the world than seeing like everybody just smiling and happy wearing their shirts. Except you know? for mine, and, where I'm obviously a miserable <laughs> shit. You did look a little grim, yeah, yeah. I can't smile for photos. I hate it because it's so unnatural for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, you know, that's that's if you have to choose between uh, authenticity or not, authenticity is always better. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, my words said everything my face wanted to. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I do, I want to thank everyone again for doing that, for purchasing shirts. We did uh, end up in the end donating £100 to uh, Safe in Our World, which, okay, first of all, that is amazing. Thank you so much. That never had to happen, and that is freaking amazing. But, of course, after they uh, posted that, and they thanked us appropriately because they are wonderful people, um, I saw somebody did a, a, a stream, and they raised, like, I don't know, like twenty four thousand or something. Yeah, <laughs> pales insignificant. Yeah, I was like, no, why, why right behind ours? No, no, no it's fine. But that's the thing awesome. Is, no, like, I love it. I'm just glad that people were helping to support an amazing charity. Yes. That obviously, helped cater for us to be able to do our thing, you know. And they mm-hmm. they support a group, you know, they the cause they yeah. they are is actually brilliant to us, and it it means a lot to both of us as well, which is oh, why we oh, wanted yeah. to get I mean, behind it. Yeah, um, yeah, and and I've said it before. I'm gonna say it a million times again, which is uh, I'm very, very thankful to be part of you know Rapids Reviews uh, UK is an ambassador for Safe in Our World, so that's pretty freaking sweet. I really like that. I'm cheesy. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I like that as well. It's good recognition yeah. for both you know both Safe in Our World and Rapid Reviews UK, who obviously yeah, are. 
jumping up those charts at the moment, as per Mike's message on our Discord yeah. the other day. We are really getting out there, which is awesome. <laughs> I know, it's crazy to think that we it's... when we came in, it was just a, a small site, and now it's becoming quite massive. It is very massive, and uh, it's pretty sweet. But it's a little bit scary, but in a good way, um, because we are getting lots of exposure, lots of foot traffic, and uh, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like along it. with that also comes with some negativity as well, but we won't go into that too much because that was an interesting one, to say the least. It, it happens. It happens with everyone. Um, I'll tell you something that I do for myself. This is kind of off topic, but that's what yeah, we do here. Normal. Um, so if you've been a listener from the beginning, you know that I've had a varied career in many entertainment sectors. Um, <laughs> and uh, when you're in entertainment, uh, when you're a performer, um, you know, you have to get used to, let's say, negative reviews. That's just part of life. What negative reviews? What? Oh, I can't believe it. Nobody, I can't. Like, oh, nobody, like, everybody. I thought everyone loved me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. Absolutely loves everything and hangs on every word I say. Uh. <laughs> no. Unfortunately, there are people that uh aren't fond of your brand of whatever it is you're selling or entertaining with. But I found the weirdest way to cope. Um, and this is <laughs> that's not so weird. That's, uh, <laughs> no, it's not weird. It's uh, just you. Normal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, actually, it's funny because I figured this out on my own, but then I saw someone else recommend it in something else I was reading. Yeah. But what I did was at the time I was really, really heavily into Game of Thrones, as I've stated many times. Uh, not so much into it now, but at the time I was really into it. Um, so I went and looked up George R. R. Martin on Amazon, and he is a an amazing author. I'm sorry, I just you know, I, well, a huge procrastinator. Let's be honest, huge procrastinator, but a great author. But I noticed that while yes, of course, the majority of his reviews are five star, there are some one, two, and three stars. So I busied myself with reading the one star reviews. Um. It was very comforting because I know because I've been that that's what I'm educated in is is creative writing and journalism. That's where my education is from. Uh, so I know technically on a technical level that George R. R. Martin is a good writer uh, when you weigh it against the things that I've been educated in. And then I also know that I just like his style. <laughs> and so reading these one star reviews where they were criticizing him and saying he was a terrible writer. It was very comforting because it's like, so even George R. R. Martin, who I know I have the knowledge of is a good writer is getting these one and two stars. That's, that's cool. I like that. That's you're comforting. Not, yeah. yeah. You're not going to appeal to everybody in no matter what you do, oh, because no. everyone's tastes are different. You just got to remember that. Some of us don't like the last of us part two. Yes. Me included. <laughs> Too. I thought his was boring, contrived, absolute waste of time. Um, there are some good moments. There, I'm not going to lie. The, uh, there was one particular moment that I discussed with one of the writers in the week that uh, we both went, yeah, it was an amazing moment. But then we both agreed that most of the story is contrived and makes no sense. And <laughs> it just goes against every action that every character in that 
in that game would do in the previous game. And it's like, no. That's that's the thing. And, uh, and again, I've stated this, but there's 8 billion people in the world. You're not going to have the same opinions. And it would be terrible if we did have all the same opinions. Yeah. It would suck I, if we all liked the same things. Exactly. Um, you know, just because... Fallout and Doom and Halo are the best games ever. Um, <laughs> Which they are not. But they are very good. No, it, it would it would suck because I, I I just I don't know. I don't like it when everybody likes the same thing. You um, like to be the I rebel like and go, I like people arguing. That's true. I, I am a rebel. <laughs> well, we all know that anyway. Yeah. If you listen to us, you already know it. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a contrarian by nature. Oh, of course. Well, you're American. Exactly. There you I'm go. Gonna... That explains everything right, you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> Question everything and disagree but, all the time. But that's <laughs> the thing. We have our free speech to be able to do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, um, I might have mentioned this. I don't remember, but I know Pete saw it. But I was expressing opinion. I just say pure opinion on uh, lay Twitter. Um, and it was 100% just opinion. It had no facts or whatever. And I uh, said, well, here's my opinion. Yeah. And a lady responded and said, this is why you're an ass. And I responded and <laughs> said, this is why we have freedom of speech. You get to say I'm an ass and I get to say what I think. So <laughs> Yeah. And it worked. It was great. Yeah. I, I, I did get a good chuckle with that. I went, yeah, yeah. she's... she's- yeah. Bang on the money there, to be yeah. fair. Call me whatever you want. At least I get to express my opinions. So. Yeah, and I get to call you whatever I want in my in yeah. in the vein of free speech. Yeah, that's right. I don't care. Water off a duck's back. Do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we're going to move on, and I'm looking yeah. down looking down the sights at one particular story. Oh goodness, here we go. Do do do. I'm saying no more than that, because uh-huh. other than IO Interactive, the developers yeah. of the Hitman series, have announced mm-hmm. a new project. And I will preface this because obviously last week's roundtable, we haven't done news in two weeks. These yeah. are some slightly older stories. Yes. But IO Interactive announced a James Bond origin game. And I am thrilled as crap. And about I, that. I'm going to be honest here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a particular person that I follow on Twitter who is, uh, I would say, a good friend, and um, I'm not going to give anything away, but he might be involved in a future project I'm working on. Um, but he called this dead on straight Whoa. away. He, he, I said, oh, it's possible it could be a reboot of these particular series they'd worked on before, Kane and right. Lynch. Yes. But he went, yes, I remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah. but he turned around and went, it's going to be a James Bond game. Oh my gosh, yeah, because yeah. I, I I would disagree. I would have disagreed. <laughs> Me too. I said it. I, I actually said to him at the time, it sounds like an amazing idea, but I don't think it's going to happen. Exactly. It's too good to be true. But it happened. I know. So the first <laughs> thing I did when I saw that, I just literally tweeted the video <laughs> to it and said, you called this man. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm, I'm thrilled. I have not hidden my love for Hitman. Um, yep. Frick, the IO Interactive is a fabulous development studio, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, for them to, oh, they're just, they're just perfect. For me, they're just perfect. It's perfect for a James Bond origin story. Look, I mean, Hitman is already James <laughs> Bond enough. 
Yeah, he's like the evil James Bond. Well, but then well, again, James Bond kind of walks the... Yeah, he kind of walks the line there. Yeah, I would say he's yeah. morally ambiguous for sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm in agreement with you there. I, I, think, I think Agent 47 is also morally ambiguous too. He's well, just doing all, a job. Yeah, well, it all depends on how you play him. Um, I play him as a psychopath, of course. Of course you do. But yeah, you don't a, want to play Arthur Morgan as a psychopath. I know, isn't that funny? I was thinking about that last week. I was like, Kylie, you have to play evil Arthur Morgan. You have to, <laughs> it's time. Well, yeah, because I've told you you have to, and you have to follow exactly. the chat. Exactly. And I was like, what's the point of replaying it if you're just going to play, you know, if you're going to pull a new Vegas and just play the exact same, you know, story beats the same way. And I was like, I know, I know, because I talked to myself. I'm like, I know, I know. And (laughs) I just was like, I've got to play evil Arthur Morgan. And yet, yes, when it comes to age of 47, I'm like cold as I like ice water goes through these veins. But, I love Hitman so much. But to be honest, you'd imagine he kind of could be that way because he's like, especially in the first couple of games, he barely spoke a word. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he's, he... Okay, so I have never been really clear. Yes, as big as a fan of Hitman as I am, and I am a, I'm going to say, very huge fan. Um, I've never been clear on their... Um, um, Numbering system? <laughs> what, with Hitman? <laughs> yeah, it's always confused me. Hitman, Hitman 2, Hitman, uh, Abolution. Ab- Absolution, Blood Money. Blood Money, then Hitman 2 again. Oh, Hitman <laughs> 1, one and, and then 1 and 2, yeah. They were yeah. essentially the reboots, I think. Yeah, so I went back the other day and watched a Let's Play of the original. We're talking way back you mean the 2000 ps2 game i think it was yeah i mean okay first off yes you can tell it's a great studio they were already advanced even back then but (laughs) that game has not aged that well it has not well gameplay wise i don't think it has at all the only thing that was well, I'm not going to say the only thing. That's not fair. But, I mean, they had the change clothes thing, which was pretty cool. Um, you know, a pretty cool tactic at the time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they could only render, like, three or four enemies on screen, which yeah. is so opposite of how it is now. <laughs> which is really um, funny, considering, like, you're supposed to be stealthing through crowds and there's, like, four people there. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, empty streets and stuff. and uh, uh, That... That was what's always got me with Hitman 2, was how like how barren the, the streets were, but they're supposed to be filled. Oh, it's like, obviously, it was very clear that they didn't have the memory capable to be able to do it. Mm-mm. It does um, make me laugh, though. Oh, my gosh. It is very funny. And then, um, but whew, they made leaps and bounds uh, after that. Well, until, just... until you get briefcase glitches in the first like reboot. <laughs> Yeah, that cracks me up. Though. I love it. It still does. I've referenced it so many times because it oh makes me gosh. laugh every time. I, well, that's the thing, and I said this on Twitter, but I stand by it. Hitman is wonderful as a series, is wonderful because you can play it either very stealthily, um, which I respect people that do that. You can be like a sniper. You can take people out very you know quietly, stealthily, and just take out your target and you know get in, get out. And which is probably what you should do as a hitman. Yeah. I, on the other hand, am a sprayer and prayer, loud and proud, 
walk up there, kill everybody on the map, even uh, the NPCs. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you said that because I didn't want to know what you do in the toilet, to be honest. <laughs> Stop up all the toilets, let the sinks all overrun. Um, what, what are you, Marv? <laughs> the wet bandit? Yes, I'm the wet bandit. <laughs> um, and then at the end, I get that nice, shiny psychopathic at the end, or psychopath at the oh, end. Of course you do. Uh, stamp. So it's I just love the versatility. So the idea that they're doing a James Bond origin story, I am on board. I am yeah. behind this. Oh, right. I am as well. But when yeah. it came when it came to Hitman, when I was playing it, I used to love the way of going uh, actually into the place rather than praying and like spraying and praying. Basically, as you approached it, I love yeah. doing identity thief. <laughs> I always love doing the identity thief style. Yeah. Like you just go and take someone out, take their uniform. Yeah. That's it. It was so much fun, honestly. And like you said, there's so much versatility with that. That's what I'm so exactly. looking forward to with this. Is that we all know that James Bond is a bit suave, a bit sophisticated, you know. Yeah. Doesn't really hide his cover very well, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I'm James Bond. I'm just going to go and tell this to the person who's clearly got a relationship with the villain. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he does it in Casino Royale, for Christ's sake. I watched that the other yes. day, which is the closest you'll get to a James Bond origin movie. Oh my gosh! Um, Did you watch the new one, or the, I mean, the redo or the original? Uh, the redo, the Daniel Craig oh, okay, version, cause... and that is very good. Oh, okay. Fair. I was gonna say because the original is crazy. Yeah, I've heard, but I've not gone back to watch the original. But um, I've... oof, oof. Yeah, he he has this moment where he sleeps with this woman who's obviously very clearly associated with a uh, a very yeah. nasty person, and then he, yeah. and then he wonders why she gets yeeted on a beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's clearly told everyone there who he is. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so yep. Come on, but oh that that actually that film itself was my first exposure to Matt Mickelson, and he's great in that film. Oh yeah, you cannot beat. Oh frick! If you want a like European bad guy, that's mm. that's your go-to. Go to Matt Mickelson. No, to oh, be fair, that moment later later on in the film, and I'm not going to give away any spot. Point, like plot details with that but where he he comes up with this line he says this person is actually my person and it's like whoa whoa okay oh. whoa <laughs> oh my it God. was awesome i was just like ah oh, that torture scene as well that torture scene yes. is so good Whew. yeah so i'm i'm on board with this i'm yeah. ready i mean i have one hope in a side what what were you gonna say i have one hope for this Mm-hmm. That it is not, and I mean, do not make this episodic like the first Hitman reboot was. That's what I wonder. I kind of think they will do that. I don't want them to. I think they I might know. do. I know. But I'd rather have the full package there as one. I you know? think they've been quite success- financially successful. Uh, yeah. With their episodic well, way you, of doing things. Okay, do you think that is down to IO themselves, or do you think that's down to Square Enix? Ooh, I'm gonna go with Square Enix on that. Um, yeah, they just need because... to they need to recoup that money back from the Avengers. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> frick. Oh my god. My god, that is a dumpster fire now. <laughs> oh my gosh, just like 
Hmm. Again, I never want to disparage any fans of anything because I believe everyone is entitled to their fandoms. Yeah, of course. But like, has anyone enjoyed Avengers or am I just living in a bubble where nobody enjoyed Avengers? There is is a podcast I listen to. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've told you about them before because I've, um, Mm -hmm. I correspond with them quite a lot, actually. Um, there is one guy on that podcast who is an avid fan. He loves it. Right. He absolutely okay. loves it. So fair enough. There are still people playing it, but yeah. the numbers are dwindling very Ooh. rapidly. And even to the point where they, they showed the video for Kate Bishop. Right. And uh, no one cared. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. It literally was just like, <laughs> nobody really interacted with the post. And if they were, they were just like, yeah, yeah. We, we want this free update, not some crappy DLC that costs us a lot of money. I just think I, I, I'm echoing Pete here, but that was a dumpster fire from the beginning. Oh, um, no. I, I could say that because I played the open beta and yes, I dropped I was, it within an hour. I was like, oh, my God, this feels horrible. That's what I was going to base it on was you played it at EGX. Am I not? I played a I bit correct? of it. I did play a bit of it at EGX, but it was when the mm-hmm. open beta came out about a couple oh, of weeks before. That was it. Uh, I yeah. will I will admit that that actual the A Day mission is is a lot of fun, and the fight with yeah. Taskmaster is really good. Mm-hmm. But then they go down the live service option of Destiny, and yeah. it's like they should like, and it disappoints me to know that that game was originally envisioned as a single player campaign yeah. experience, and it's like if you would have stuck yeah. to that, it would have been a good game. Exactly. Oh gosh, yeah. Yep. So, so no, no live yep. service for this one, please. Oh, just gosh. make it hit, I... literally just Hitman it. Just just do what you do with yeah. Hitman. It can be That's episodic, it. and I I will care obviously that it's episodic, but I'll just wait until it fully comes out until I play it. I was gonna say I I kind of like episodic things as long as it's um not over the top not like like don't charge me uh 14.99 per episode you know yeah me 5.99 yeah I think or that's the give thing me that... a game of the year edition at the end of the year yeah of everything you know for 35 you Which know or 40 usually or what they do i mean i call mm-hmm. back to obviously the most uh experience of moments when it comes to episodic games which is life is strange uh, yes life is strange yeah. is a very good example of how to do yeah. An episodic experience, but also shows you how not to do it at the same time. Because they priced it well. They did. But the release dates were yes. all over the place. They never had it a solid schedule at all until consistent. Life is Strange 2 came out. Yep. They all, and by like, then, they'd already lost their audience. Their most audience of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, apparently, yeah. Life is Strange 2 is absolutely amazing, but I just can't get myself around to playing it, if I'm honest. I played the first episode, and I wasn't I wasn't touched by it at all. It's it's not my thing. Um, it's a bit too... Um... High school drama. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say, it's a bit too melodramatic But that's me. the thing. That's what I really liked about the first game. I liked the yeah. high school drama of it, and they just rested into it, and it was good. Like, it was a very good story, in fact. Like before, the storm was also quite good, but it wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. Like, but Life is Strange too. Like as good as what some of it was, I just wasn't on board with the narrative straight away, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this, so I just didn't carry on. Yeah. So um, speaking it was about very... it, another Square mm-hmm. Enix episodic game. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, we've we've tied this in together somehow. Yeah, of course, always. <laughs> <laughs> 
the most contrived way possible. Yeah, we'll force that in. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. So, um, uh, yes. yeah, shall we move on to the next story? Yes. Now, this one comes as absolutely no surprise to anyone who's been watching sales figures at all, anywhere. Mm -hmm. But uh, Nintendo have topped the MPD charts ahead of the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X and S, and mm -hmm. has now hit over 60 million worldwide sales of the Switch. <laughs> yep. It's, um, it's insane, it's but not behemoth. surprising. This uh, yeah. looks on course to overtake mm -hmm. the Wii as Nintendo's highest-selling home console of all time. And if I'm not mistaken, you correct me, isn't the Wii the highest-selling console of all time, not just Nintendo's? No, it is not. Oh, who because, beat them? Uh, the PlayStation 2, the PlayStation right. 4. Right. Uh, I, yeah, really? I think it's third in the list, actually. I know we talked about it. I just can't remember. That is wild. Yeah, I'm going to take a look at that because I'm actually really interested now to see. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Wii took the world by storm. And yes, that's a cliche, but it literally, it, it's just, it did. Nobody expected that. I don't know if Nintendo expected it, but I know I, no. consumers didn't. Nobody um, did, I don't think. Like mm -hmm. Everyone was looking at it going, oh, look, motion controls. What a gimmick. Yeah, exactly. I know that that's how I felt. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But I yeah. still bought one. <laughs> I did too. I actually bought I mean, two. I bought one like within the first couple of months it came out. I, I got I lucky and got well. one in Boxing Day, which is really surprising. <laughs> I bought one within... Yeah, I bought one that for Christmas for myself that year, and then I turned around and bought another one. Oh, I bought another one because I moved over here, and I had uh, to buy a region one. Yeah, of course you did. Happened. Yeah, I was like, why did I buy two? But that's why. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've got them sitting right here. <laughs> I still have my memories of playing, re trying to play region get region lock games on a week. Yeah, stupid Smash Brothers brawl. <laughs> Look, if you're going to uh, release your game like six months after the fact that it comes out in America, of course people are going to import it. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I'm terrible. I spent uh, a lot of money just playing Smash Brothers Brawl. A lot of money. Well, well. <laughs> I spent 70 quid on getting the, the American oh. version and then 40 quid on the English version. Oh, my. Oh, my. Did you save any time? Did you get... You couldn't. No, the, the American disc was completely different to the UK-based disc. Oh, so they, right. they had separate save files and everything. Oh, wow. So when, so when the American version, like, when they patched the Wii, so the, uh, the, the disc that you'd use to unlock the region, uh -huh. would block it out. So you just couldn't play it anymore. That's Otherwise, so I would have carried on playing my version of that. Oh, my gosh. But They're no, the worst no, no, when it comes Nintendo, to that. thank you very much, you absolutely yeah. clowns um <laughs> but no now now the switch is region free isn't it yeah why couldn't you do that in the Wii? why couldn't you do that any other time i honestly think and you know i could be very wrong here but i think it's because it makes the because think about like if you had a cell phone and you go to a different country and you have to turn roaming on and stuff oh, like that yeah, yeah 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 i'm thinking it's it's kind of related to something like that it's like look I bought a Wii in, you know, England, and, but now I'm going to Italy for holiday. 
I don't know if they're in the same region. Uh, I that, that's assume. fine because it's the PAL region, technically. Oh, okay. Technically, because uh, oh, uh, PAL is Europe and Australia. Right. Okay. So I'm going to Japan for vacation. Oh, yeah. there's this awesome game. I'm going to download it here. You know, I think it actually makes them more money in the end because of the digital distribution. Yeah. As opposed look, to the disc. Yeah. Because yeah. you look at everyone now, they've literally got accounts for like an American version, Japanese yeah. version, like eShop, yeah. or they even do it on PlayStation and Xbox yes, as well. Yes, they do. It's crazy. I, I didn't realize that about PlayStation. And then. Uh, Mike, um, our wonderful overlord, had me uh, review a game on the PlayStation, and I couldn't download the code. It wouldn't work. It was like this code can't be, you know, uh, activated yeah. or whatever. And then it finally dawned on me. I still had my American account up and not my UK one. <laughs> so <laughs> that's when I learned that the PlayStation has different stores. Yeah, uh, you have to switch your location. So. Really annoying. Yes, because you have to create a whole new account. Yep, I did. I had to. I hated that because I like my username. I never chose weird usernames. Okay. Basically, and I don't I'm not ashamed saying this out loud on on all of you wonderful listeners because it's it's easy to figure out. Basically, anywhere you can find me, it's Kylie Yellick on Xbox, PSN, Switch, all of them. It's just Kylie Yellick. Wait, 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 wait. You have a Switch account? I made a Switch account. <laughs> And then I, I know I, that was the joke <laughs> there. Yeah, if you ever find my Switch account, it'll be like nothing's been played. <laughs> yeah, like offline, just offline. offline. Yeah, there's no offline for five hours. It's offline. <laughs> yeah, that's when you've been offline for so long. They just stop counting. Yep, yep. they do that on Xbox too yeah. as well. Okay, right. So I've got the sales <laughs> figures here. Okay. Uh, I was wrong. They're not right, number okay. three. They're number right. Four. Okay, so, so the Xbox beat them then. No. Oh. PlayStation 2 is number one, over 155 million units. Right. Then it's PlayStation 2 are over 113.5 million units. Okay. Then it is the PS1 at 102 million units. With the Wait, Wii so... just slightly behind at 101 million. So... What was the first one again? The PS2, obviously. Then what's the second one? PS4. Okay, I thought you said PS2. Really? PS4? Yeah. PS4 sold loads. It's crazy. Why do you think they've still got the backwards compatibility option available through the PlayStation Plus, like, service on the PS5? Yeah. Because the PS4 was an incredible sell-off. That's true. But they just don't seem to care about PS1, PS2, or PS3. Yeah. Unless they can make another few bucks out of it. Yeah. Well, that's the bottom line right there. Oh, yeah. But um, that's crazy. So Switch is going to overtake that. Well, the Switch so, is... Yeah, like I said, the Switch, according overtake to Overtake Wii, uh, I mean. Well, according mm-hmm. to this system, it's now overtaken the um, uh, the, the NES by a long way as well. Uh, mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's still sitting behind the Xbox 360 at 84 million units. Right. But I mean considering that it was released at the you know in the March 2017 and we're not we're not even here its fourth like full fourth year yet and it's getting close to the Xbox 360's lifetime sales. That's mm-hmm. insane. You know. I mean it's overtaken the Xbox 1 a long time ago. Right. At 51 uh, estimated at 51 million units. 
That's wild. Exactly. And this is the underpowered, terrible console that doesn't play third-party games. Yes. <laughs> well, it seems to me that people want to play games on the go. Yeah, I... I, I and again, I am owning up to it that I was wrong because... To this day, I maintain that when I very first saw that teaser for the very first Switch teaser, yeah, you know where they go up on the roof with the roof party and all that God stuff. Damn it! Why did that have to be the first time we saw Mario Odyssey? <laughs> I was like, oh, this is this. They're throwing their money away. This is terrible. This will never work. Yeah, I, that I was... told I told the people I was watching it with. I was like, no, no, this old, this is awful. Everything think... about this is terrible. Like the thing that got me the excited the most about that, but I did have a very similar thing. I was just like, I don't see that this working, and I went, yeah. I went, I don't see this working. The name is terrible. What the, f- mm-hmm. what the, what the yep. f? Like seriously, change that name. Um, yep. But the and thing the controls got, are tiny, and they're going to break go. in my hands. Yeah. Yep. The thing that got me excited though was two moments in that was him pushing the switch screen or the the, the unit itself into that car thing so they were playing Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and I was like what Mario Kart 8's getting a re-release what (laughs) what double items what (laughs) and then then it was like Splatoon what new game what oh gosh I was just like oh my god like those are the only two games I looked at and went oh my god like and then being a Mario fan obviously we got (laughs) a look at a 3D Mario game which we didn't know was Odyssey at the time and it was like what the hell is this (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, honestly, that's actually a kind of microcosm for for what actually bumped up the sales, which is it's never been about the Switch. It's their library. Oh, and absolutely. Know, library is what just puts them over the top. It yeah, just absolutely. does. Yeah. Know, I mean, we, we've mentioned it before. Look at that. That first <laughs> year alone was the most maddening thing I yep. think I have oh, ever God. seen. Yeah. Right. I mean, maddening in a oh, good yeah, way. Yeah, it was yeah. like, Jesus. You know, yeah. it, it took a real psycho to actually put out that schedule, basically. It was oh like, what are you doing? Are you seriously putting a Zelda game as your launch game? And then <laughs> six months later, you've got a Mario game. Are you mad? One after another. One after another. I was yeah. like, okay, now I see what you're doing. Yeah. All right, Nintendo. I mean, it was like, I'm trying to remember. It was like, it was Zelda oh. Zelda on March, then Mario Kart in in April, yeah, it was, yep. uh, May was, I can't remember what May was, but then it was July was It Splatoon. was every other month was yeah. the big games, yeah. I and then smaller, May, like... May might have been, or August might have been Pokemon Tournament DX, and it was yeah. like another re-release. It was like, my God. Oh, uh, yeah, and then when they did uh, Hyrule the, Warriors the Legends, Pokemon... Uh, well, and then the the Pokemon the 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 original the oh, redo Pokemon, the original. Go. I think that was 2018 actually, not 2017. <laughs> oh, okay. I just it might have been. That... I'm gonna have to have a look at that now because I'm really not sure Frick. now. That just blew everyone out of the water. That was like, yeah. oh, wow. Um, yeah, uh, then... 2018. Was it really? Wow. Yeah. I yeah. Well, yeah, it was 20 years oh. since the games were released, so it actually kind of made sense. Yeah, um, but it just was like just they just kept the hits coming, and then when they were able to start doing you know third parties like Witcher and oh my uh, god, yeah, some of those other ports, it was like whoa, uh, this is insane. Now I think they got didn't they get Skyrim over or something, and I was like yeah, never be able to run this, and then they did, <laughs> and it was like I know, okay, it's crazy, right? 
all my pre- preconceived notions have been blown out of the water because mm. that was insane. It was mad. Like the whole thing was yeah. absolutely crazy. I just did yeah. not understand the fact that they had all these incredible experiences coming out literally within a few yes. weeks, months of yeah. each other. Just and... kept hitting. It was just one after another. And then, um, of course, uh, Animal Crossing hitting right at the pandemic. I mean, yes, Animal Crossing was going to be a hit no matter what. Yeah. Uh, to me, fans wanted it and all that stuff. But because of the pandemic and the lockdowns, global lockdowns, they got a bunch of new fa- fans on board and yeah. a lot of children, like little, little, little bitty ones. Uh, that were stuck at home and parents were going out and buying new consoles for them and their kids so they could all play. Um, I think that's one of the, I hate to call it lucky because it was such a terrible, fortunate thing. It was just timed right for them. Yeah, of course. How did I forget those? Oh my God. (laughs) What? Arms came out that year. Oh, that's right. That was the May game. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe that, because I bought that game as well. Jeez. <laughs> uh, oh, the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 came out in the July, I think it was. My god. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, yeah I know. Fire Emblem Warriors. Yep, I remember oh. that because I did a review. No, I didn't do a review, but the magazine I was writing for at the time did a review over it. Um, When did Smash hit? That would be 2018. It was the 18, 18, because it was yeah. Yeah, because it was teased at the 2017 Games Awards. Uh, I think it was, yeah. And then 2018 came about, and it was literally the day before the the game was supposed to come out. And yeah. then they showed off Joker at the Game Awards. Yes, that's right. the first that's DLC right. character. It was like, what? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like just looking through the list of the 2017 games, oh my god. Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, yeah. Splatoon 2, Arms, Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> 2, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. We were, we're ignore one two switch because it sucks. Um, Mario and Ran- Rapids Kingdom Battle. Oh my God! Sonic Mania, Snipper Clips, yeah. Fast RMX. Jesus, Golf yeah. Story. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I forgot about Golf Story. Golf Story rules. Wow. <laughs> I haven't heard about that in forever. You haven't heard about that since our game of the, game of the year or game of the decade show. That's right. <laughs> yes. So a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, oh I know. Gosh. Golf yes. Story rules. I'm really looking forward to Sports Story. I wish they just didn't delay it, but oh obviously gosh. they need more time to make it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, wow. 2021's going to be a crazy year then because I think they've got a lot planned. I mean, that's the thing. We'll, we'll say this and then we'll move on because we've yeah. got a pretty big big story coming up have we indeed Uh, geez yeah (laughs) and we're already 30 minutes in so uh uh but i still say it's crazy to me that uh the switch has not updated its tech since it was released i don't think that is very weird at all actually uh just because it's nintendo or you just mean in general no no it's um like why they do have the Switch Lite, I will say that. The Switch Lite is exactly the same. It's just taken a few things away for the sake of mm-hmm. a handheld and to get a better price on it, obviously. But, right. I mean, loads of people obviously double-dipped with that. Like They wanted a dedicated <laughs> handheld system rather than the, the yeah. hybrid console that they wanted. You know, I do think a revision might actually happen. 
I, if I'm honest, because yeah, you know, they I, might I need to freshen things up right? a slight bit. Yeah, but I don't even think, if it's just a form factor, you know. Uh, yeah, I really don't think they're going to change the specs of it because they're not going. They're not. I don't think they're going to want to go down the whole new 3DS line like they did before and only have two games oh, to yeah. work on it. Oh gosh, you know, that's very true. Good point. <laughs> yeah, they had Xenoblade Chronicles 3D as one of the games on the free, the new yeah. 3DS, and nobody bought it then. No. You know, no. like, and I, I feel sorry for Xenoblade fans, especially as one of the ones that we've got on our Discord. Yeah. The Xenoblade fans are getting absolutely shafted so bad. They are. Like, they got, they a, re- like, they got a remake or a re-release of the game, and it yes. like, doesn't sell well, unfortunately. And Nintendo barely promote it, and it doesn't get put up for yeah. best RPG or best storytelling or anything like that. I wonder though, like, how well does it sell in Japan? Um. Because I've never thought about that. Oh, I've never thought about that too. I could have a yeah. look. So I would almost assume it would be really, really good over... Like it would be a, a surefire hit um, in Japan. Uh, or I'm thinking of Xenogears. Oh. Uh, Xenogears is obviously still, you know, still a very important series to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's not as popular as it once used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, oh my god. <laughs> was it like top selling of all time in Japan? What no, is this? <laughs> no. Oh no. What is oh, it? Oh my gosh. Oh wow. So. I've gotta know. <laughs> oh my god. Go away, you stupid advert. Um, Xenoblade Chronicle. This is according to the uh, the website. I just found it on Jewel Shockers. Mm-hmm. Cineblade Chronicles Definitive Edition is the second best launch for the franchise in the region at 90,000 units. Wow. That's very low. That is very. That's not good. <laughs> oh, second best. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh behind Cineblade Chronicles 2. Yeah. The game that. I think people didn't particularly like as much as the first wow. one. Wow! Oh, and yet dear. it sold. Yeah. What? Uh, it sold. It sold just over that. It doesn't oh, okay. specifically say how many units that's in a break. It just says sold. Right. It's just that definitive edition obviously sold less than that. Oh my gosh! I am surprised by that. Actually, now, I'm really surprised. Is that? In Japan, or is that globally, or that is was, that K, or what uh, is that? Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition has second highest franchise debut in Japan. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, that shocks me. I'm sorry, I mean... So clearly it's a very niche wow. game, even to the Japanese. Even to the Japanese, which says a lot. Okay, well, that explains a little bit to me. Yeah. Um, poor, wow. Well, poor jokes aside, they clearly weren't feeling it. Yes. <laughs> we'll move. We will we'll move very much on yes. from that one because I do not want to annoy our Xenoblade fan. No, no, no. All fandoms are justified. So. They, they are. They are. Somehow. Are valid, I should say. They are mildly valid. valid. Yes. Yeah, they are valid to the person who likes the series. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I have no issue with that. I just never really got into the idea of playing Xenoblade because I'm not a. I haven't got enough time to play a 100-hour RPG. 
Yeah, when I was younger, I absolutely adored those. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I was jrpg was where i was at and then i grew out of it weirdly i didn't think i ever would and i did and now it's very difficult to sit down and play an rpg i still have a love for them at jrpgs yeah my, uh, that copy of final fantasy 7 remake with it says everything yeah. i need to know yeah i didn't want to mention that <laughs> my love is still there though it uh, might be, but not enough to want to put that disc in your console and play it. Oh, I'm staring <laughs> at it. It's right here next to me, and I'm staring at it. Um, <laughs> but yes, we should move on because we, we're running out of time. But we yeah. are going to move on. Do you want to do a quick We've Got This, and then we'll move on to the big story? I do. Um, we've Got This is our two-minute, that doesn't have to be two minutes, uh, part of your listening experience where you take a couple of minutes and just have some mindfulness, bleh, mindfulness moments uh, to kind of focus for your week ahead or reflect on the week that has passed, whichever. Um, it's quite flexible. It's up to you. Um, mostly my theme for this is... Uh, we are, I, I don't want to sound like some, I like to be very factual. If you know me at all, I like facts and data. That's all I care about. Um, not big on emotional arguments or whatever. Are you Spock? Uh, I, I have been accused of being Spock and I'll take that. I like that. Spock Although is, some of, look, Spock's cool, right? Look, just... I like Spock, but some people have said I'm more like data. Uh, I wanted. I wanted to say. I did want to say data, but I, I yeah. went with Spock. Yeah. Well, because Data has this kind of like urge to understand humanity, where Spock fights against his humanity. Um, what are you talking and about? I, I think you fought understand. against your humanity at times. I do. You've seen it more than anyone. Exactly. But I also yes. want to understand humanity. <laughs> and, um, I just think Spock already knows humanity. Well, we're going on a side tangent here. Let's let's move on. Know. That was my fault. Look, I've, uh, look, I got... an interesting character, but that has nothing to do with yeah. <laughs> that. Usually, it's you that's like causing no. the distractions, and I put it you on is. track. No, it's all me today. I'm the distracted yep. presence. It's your fault. Um, no, but what you're going to see a lot of, especially if you're in the UK and the US, a lot of in the news is you're going to hear a lot about vitamin D. Now, yes, I've heard a lot about that over the last couple of days. Yes. Um, and I mean, obviously I am normally a, uh, clean eater, weightlifter, uh, active person. Um, but I've noticed in the last few months of lockdown, I have zero energy and yes, I have gained a ridiculous amount of weight because there's nothing to do. <laughs> I can't do my usual dynamic stuff. Yeah, you, uh, can't, you can't go out to the gym. You can't box nope. or fight. Nope. Or, well, you can. There are people in your house. You could just challenge them <laughs> to some, some bare knuckle fighting. I'm actually thinking of setting up a small home gym just until things get back to normal. Um, yeah. I hate training on my own, but yeah, of course. Uh, I have to do something because I can't. My body can't handle extra weight. Mm. It it. Because the autoimmune stuff, yeah. um, it throws it out of whack. But um, so, but I found out it's not just. I mean, activity is huge. You mm -hmm. should be active. 
Uh, you should always be trying to eat healthier. Um, you know, but that doesn't mean never have chocolate. Holy crap. I, I would die without chocolate. <laughs> look, look, if you told me to never eat chocolate again, I'd tell you where to stick it. Exactly. Anyone who tells you that is lying. Um, <laughs> Did you know? What? Well, as a side, as a side here, I have a, yeah. uh, a, um, a magnet on my fridge that says there is no, there are no recipes with leftover chocolate. Oh gosh, no. Uh, yeah, I think one one of my favorite quotes is uh, by uh, my absolute role model uh, before I went into the printing business is Julia Child. She was a an American chef. Yeah. Um, and she says, "I love cooking with wine, and sometimes I put it in the food." So. <laughs> That was the thing. So I um I have been watching it on Saturday mornings, James Martin, and he does <laughs> yes. that a lot as well. <laughs> he was literally wow. cooking in a um in a river the other day that was filled with salmon. Oh and was, yeah, and yeah, he literally yeah. had his bottle of wine chilling in the river. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> oh man, oh we see down the river in Texas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was going to be like, that's neither here nor there. But no, it actually is and does actually weirdly tie into what I'm talking about. Uh, vitamin D, yes, you've heard a lot about it. Um, and I'm not going to influence you one way or another. That's that's for you to go and find out. But it is an essential part of, uh, of being a human. You need it for lots of things. Energy being number one. Yeah. And where do you normally get it? You actually normally get it from being exposed to the sun. Because the sun uh, yes. does this cool little, I'll use plain words, um, cool little uh, transfery thing and turns it into vitamin D. What are, you trying um, to say, are you trying to say this is like a copy of Metal Gear Solid from years and years ago called Transfaring? <laughs> oh, Transfaring. Are you, uh, I'm glad you remember that because no one ever I does. Do. Oh, no, I remember that one. Um, but... Uh, the thing is, especially now that I live in the UK, not putting the UK down, but UK sun versus Texas sun is a bit of a difference. Um, severely reduced. Uh, And I have talked about SAD before on this show, the seasonal affective disorder. Um, so if you're not in the sun and like me, I've been in lockdown since March, uh, I've, now, in the beginning part of, of lockdown, it was nice and sunny here in Northern Ireland, and I actually did get plenty of sun, and I felt great. There's well, yeah, no sun you now. Were, you were tackling your garden work. I was. Oh, yeah. Um, um, but now there's no sun. <laughs> it's gone away. Yeah. It doesn't live here anymore. No, um, I've noticed this a lot, because you know me, I like to go out and walks, mm-hmm. and especially yes. like during the summer and the evening, like where it was still light. I was Absolutely. full of energy. Now yes. I'm going and it's dark as hell. I've got right. none. I've got literally none. So yep. I'm going to make, uh, I need to make sure now that even on lunch breaks, I'm going to have something to eat before my lunch you and actually go out and have a walk yeah. around the block just to make sure I'm getting at least some daylight basically. Yeah. It's all about that. Um, if, if you're in a place where you can get some sun uh, and it doesn't have to be like full on, you know, blasting you. Uh, tan type yeah, sun. Yeah, yeah. don't sit under the, ta- you know. the, the sunbed for a while. Right, exactly. And I think um, it's fi- you need at least 15 minutes yeah. to generate enough vitamin D to for that day. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if you're like me and you live in a part of the world where the sun doesn't exist for three months, <laughs> um, it does sometimes. I can't say that it's always gone, but for majority from here on out until about February, it's going to be pitch black for like ever. Well, yeah, it's pretty gray, isn't it? During it is. The day. Though it's the same mostly as it is here. Yeah, well, it's weird because now that the time has changed, we only get four hours of daylight. Pretty much. But those four hours start at 4 a.m. And I'm sorry, I'm usually going to bed about that time. Um, That's why you should go for a walk at 4 a.m. <laughs> I really should. Now, <laughs> let's just say that that is the correct answer, but I'm not going to do that. So what do I do? Well, one, I talk to my doctor slash GP, which is what everyone should do because I'm not giving medical advice. Uh, but uh, part two of that is I take vitamin D supplements. That can uh, help, yeah, but you're better to yeah. probably try and get it as naturally as possible. Uh, yes, well, that's it. You really want to get as much natural sunlight as you can. But if you can't, speak with your doctor. See if you can get your hands on some vitamin D, which you should be able to. It's very readily available. Um, and then just for like our other listeners out there, U.S., other global listeners, because we've got... We've been looking at the stats. We got people all over the world listening. It's kind of yeah. cool. It is weird. Yeah. I, I it appreciate cool. it. It's weird, yeah. but I appreciate it. Hi, you guys. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> um, but having said that, uh, I lost my train of thought. Of course you did. I did. If you can't get to the sun, vitamin D is where it's at. Um, and I can't. I mean, I can't. So, uh, but the best thing is you know, sun. Now, as far as vitamin D and its current findings with COVID and stuff like that, stay up to date on that. I would say, I would advise keep reading, um, make that decision for yourself. But, uh, vitamin D is not known to cause any problemos, <laughs> especially of, under a doctor's guidance. None of them so, cancers, you know. Yeah, well, uh, it's all, you know, it's all good. Um, and I say go for it if your doctor approves it. And it will help your energy levels. It will help your uh, – it's just what the body needs. It's what okay. the body craves. Well, yeah. What I'll so. do is I'll do, a, I'll do a, um, an experiment, let's say. Mm -hmm. And I'll make sure that every every day on my lunch, mm -hmm. this, this coming week, I go out and have a 15-minute walk in the daylight – Mm -hmm. And I'll see whether or not my energy levels go up for my evening walks. Oh, yeah, that would be great. And I'll yeah, report yeah. back next week because I'm willing yes. to run a, an experiment for science. Yay, anecdotal Yay, science. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I do really love it. But anyway, so that's your very much not two minutes because we went on a tangent. Uh, <laughs> we got this moment of, of reflection and yeah. and stuff. But as always, first of all, um, thanks you guys again for those who purchase their shirts. Uh, yeah. If you're still looking for to get a shirt, you can message me privately. Um, Just know I am, that proceeds probably won't may go to Safe in Our World. We don't know. Yeah, I'll try my best. Um, but here's really the bottom line. Um, this is my busy seasoning. Seasoning? Seasoning. Season. <laughs> what are you, a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my company is absolutely swamped. We've taken on some big name clients and uh, it's put me a bit behind. 
Yeah. Uh, so the shirts are still available if you message me personally, but it's going to take a bit longer. Well, uh, okay, yeah. maybe what we'll talk we'll talk about it afterwards. But maybe we mm-hmm. we can do uh, you know in the new year we could do a very another limited run or something. Yeah, maybe that's what we'll do. Yeah, because it is so much better when we pre-sell them because I can I can you know slot some time. Yeah. You know, for it. But uh, in all things, always remember we've got this. Yep. So. All right. And, and I'm glad I went through that entire section without making a vitamin D joke. I have... <laughs> the reason why I've been so hesitant in my speech is because there's a little voice inside of me that's making terrible, terrible jokes. Yep. Terrible jokes. And I but sat I there that whole time and I went, don't make the joke. Don't make the joke. You say. <laughs> I knew that if I did make the joke, Pete would have to correct course. No, I would have. I would have just died. Honestly, I would have laughed and just it would have been the end of the podcast because I was. Oh. I, I was sitting here this whole time. I was like, I'm not going to be know, the disruptive presence. Let's not yeah, do that. I'm on my behavior. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was trying my best. Don't worry, though, dear listeners. If you've thought it, I've definitely thought it too. We all have. It's already <laughs> look. If you thought of it, it's already rule thirty four. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, we should quickly move on. We're yeah. actually quite a bit over time. So, okay, well, yes. technically, this is a news story, but it's technically it's kind of evolved into a topic because, <laughs> uh, like I said, this um, this is a doozy, let's just say. Yeah. And this one has been evolving for the last, I think, four weeks since the beginning of November, so we haven't covered it yet. Right. But that's because we've been waiting for things to unfold a bit more. Um, mm-hmm. You weren't even aware of this until I brought it up to you. That's right. In yeah. some way. So let me preface this by saying I have wrote another document out. And I have told Kylie not to open said document because I do not want her to see the contents yet. Yes. Yeah. So she is going to react to half of this or all of this in real time. Yep. And we're going to determine whether or not we believe some of this to be fake, some of this to be real, uh, some questions about potential release dates for things or things like that. So, much uh, weirdness aside, I will get into the story and let you know Mm -hmm. that a hacker group has hacked into Capcom systems. Uh, (laughs) This this story is so weird. The whole thing is very, very strange. So... Um, the start of the story was that a group of hackers um, launched a ransomware attack on Capcom's servers. Uh, so those who don't know what ransomware is, it's basically we're going to put something on here that locks your mm-hmm. entire system out. And you pay, if you pay us, we unlock it. If you don't pay us, then tough luck. Um, yeah. So they set this. They set a 72-hour deadline, I believe it was, for Capcom to pony up the money. Now, Capcom being the outer mad lads that they are, went, nah, we ain't paying. Nah. Yeah. So hackers have now started leaking at least over a terabyte's worth of data. Um, much of it is uh, records. Uh, we'll, we'll say potential release schedules or key details about plots of games, which we'll go into in a bit. But some of this was employee records and stuff like yeah. that, which I do not get on board. I don't get on board with half of this stuff. I think leaks are right. pretty uh, a very morally grey area as is yes. anyway. 
but releasing yeah. personal records for employees is a no-go. That should not yeah. have been done. If anything, that should have been deleted immediately. Yeah. Like, doxing people online who work for a no, Capcom not is not, yeah. not cool. Not cool. So whoever did this, you scum. Um, yep. But fair play to them for actually finding some of the stuff that they did because Jesus Christ, some of this is gold. <laughs> so... Uh, I'll get this out of the way first because the two most prevalent things you already know about, which are on our mm -hmm. first document, which is uh, they have given a lot of details about the active development of Resident Evil Village or Resident Evil 8, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. including um, the... Uh, look, I'm going to preface this by saying if you don't want to hear anything more about Resident mm -hmm. Evil Village, right. do yes. not proceed. Because I'm gonna, yeah. there's gonna be some spoilers here because I've seen them. Um, also, we, we would say probably, oh god, we can't have, we can't give you an exact timestamp, but I would go ahead and skip to the end. No, I will put it in the show notes. So okay. I, I, okay. We'll literally put it at the very top of the show notes. There will be spoilers ahead. So, in Excellent. from from X time to X time. So I'm gonna make note of that right now. So that was on the hour mark, I believe. So one second. There we go. So, um, yeah, there are apparently, so I'm going to wait for well, two seconds. On. Spoilers alert. So one, <laughs> two, three. Yep, you're still here? Cool. Right, let's, let's proceed. <laughs> so there were apparently 12 cutscenes that have all been named in the files, which basically gives away every single plot detail that's going to happen in Resident Evil Village. I am not telling you them now by name, but you can very easily find them. So be aware, this stuff is floating around on Twitter and on uh, uh, Imgur as well. So if you want to find it, you can find it very easily with a Google search. Because mm -hmm. I did. Of course you did. <laughs> Look, I'm, my mad hacker <laughs> skills was to write into Google Capcom Leak Resident <laughs> Evil Village. Yeah. I found it immediately. Uh, oh, gosh. So that that basically um, gives away a lot of the plot details uh, to do with the game. Uh, they have pretty much leaked the entire plot, like even in external other external documents as well. So right. the whole game is essentially out there for people to see, not actually play though. Right. Um, they've also given some details uh, in regards to Monster Hunter Rise the game that was announced during a recent partner showcase for Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, let's be honest here. Did anyone ever believe that Monster Hunter Rise was going to stay on just the Switch? Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> well, there is precedent to state that it would have done, but no. Oh, right. Well, because Monster Hunter Generations, Double X, and yeah. various other games in the, in right. the series have been exclusive to Nintendo platforms. That's then Monster point, Hunter actually. World kind of changed that. Yeah. But Monster Hunter Rise has been confirmed for having a PC launch towards the mm -hmm. end of 2021. Right. So that's kind of cool. So it means that obviously, yeah, okay, it's a Switch, kind of a Switch console exclusive. But that I think that kind of opens the door that it might come to other systems as well. Yeah. I actually think so. 
but I'm going to preface this by saying I don't think so because there is something in the other documents that will state otherwise. Ah, okay, okay. So I'm going to move very swiftly on to the other documents. The other document, you are not allowed. I'm not letting you open this until we have until we've spoken about this all, and then you could look at it. Okay. So the first on there, obviously, Resident Evil Village. Uh, uh-huh. The full games plot is now available. 2021 okay. April release date set. Now, if you know anything about it, they haven't actually dated the game yet. Right. So it's slated for a very early launch in 2021, which mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Uh, the Resident Evil 2 remake launched in January and Resident Evil 3 remake launched in April. So... Mm-hmm. Makes sense. They usually announce get uh, release get Resident Evil games around about that time. Yeah. The next one was obviously Monster Hunter Rise's plans for a PC version towards the end of 2021. Uh, this one we already knew about as well. Monster Hunter Stories 2. Do you remember about that? Hmm. No. Recently, I didn't get it. recently announced during a partner showcase at the same time that Monster Hunter <sighs> yeah. Rise was. Yeah, okay, okay, was, yes. Was given the uh, the old uh, 2021 launch yes, window. Yeah. Uh, well, it's been confirmed for August. Or, I say confirmed, you know. Take this right. with a pinch yeah, it, of salt. Right, yeah. Because it's coming from internal documents that, you know. Yeah. Capcom aren't exactly the most well-known for their uh, believability, let's say. I was going to say, a lot of this could be in code and, you know, all kinds of stuff. You know, well, like Blue Harvest type stuff. Okay, well, let me say, uh, I'm going to spoil some of this. There are some code names of games. Right, okay. Um, that people have been surprise. speculating about. But some of it is mm-hmm. actually, you know, may not be true, but some of it is pretty telling, actually. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, August 2021 speculated release for Monster Hunter Stories 2, which is on the Switch, I believe. I think it's coming out of other platforms, but that wasn't confirmed in the document. By the way, this Excel spreadsheet was gold that I saw. Right? There's so much on there. Oh, my gosh. This is, a lot of this is utterly huge as well, and I'm going to tell you this now. There are some crazy things that I have seen in this, and I went, "Is this real?" Yeah. Okay, so we're going to stick with Monster Hunter for a moment. Okay. Did anyone expect Monster Hunter Six to be announced? Yes. <laughs> so yeah, right? that that's literally all we got on Monster Hunter. I'm telling <laughs> you now, that is the last we see of Monster Hunter throughout this whole document. But uh, right. it just says Monster Hunter Six. That's it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's not really a leak. I mean, no, but it's the fact that it comes quite close after Monster yeah. Hunter Rise and Monster Hunter World, which is still selling like crazy. Yeah, right? and oh, Iceborne is still doing very, very well. Mm-hmm. Okay, this one was an interesting one because we have heard about this game already. It's not been officially confirmed, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. But actually, whilst I was doing my research on it, more leaks happened at that time to reveal there were some assets that have been put online. Oh, goodness. For Resident Evil 4 Remake. Right. For a Q4 2022 release date. Oh, my gosh. 
Yeah, by Q4, that's I mean, actually, quarter four. Yeah. That's actually later than what I would have thought. I would yeah, have thought, you know, Q1 for sure. It's not for me, considering that Resident Evil Village. Right. I don't right. think they want to detract away from that. Also, it's not Good in the point. document, but I've just remembered another one. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil 4 is coming to another platform. Right. In a, re- in a re-release of some way. Yeah. Because it's not already on everything already. Right. It is coming to the Oculus Quest. Oh, right. Resident Evil 4 VR. Yeah. Which I don't remember there being a release date set for that one. Right. But it would make sense considering the old gyro aiming of the Wii and mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense that yeah. they're gonna oh, get definitely. it on every. They're gonna get it on everything for Christ's sake. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, shall I continue with the Resident Evil? Because a lot of this was Resident Evil related. <laughs> a lot of it. Well, I mean that makes sense. You know, really. Okay. So, Resident Evil Outrage. Clearly a code name. Yeah, definitely. Has been slated for, and this is why I think the the release date for Resident Evil 4 Remake makes sense. Mm -hmm. Resident Evil Outrage, slated for Q4 2021. Right, okay. Now, there's been some pretty big speculations about what the possibility of this could be. Mm -hmm. And people have come up with some very interesting theories. Right. And it has been known that some of these properties have been wanting to be brought back into existence by Capcom themselves. Mm-hmm. The first possibility is that it could be Resident Evil Revelations 3. Uh, if you remember the Re- Re- Revelations series, it was the Return to Survival Horror film oh, yes. that was on right. uh, the 3DS to start mm-hmm. with, I yeah. believe. And then it obviously came to other platforms. But yeah, there were two of them. It had uh, it was focused around Jill, I believe it was, wasn't it? It was. Uh, it I was. Think one yeah. of them was on a cargo ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So very weird games. They were good, but they were very weird. They were weird. Yeah. Um, very sludgy monsters. That was that yes. was the strange part. However, mm-hmm. now you carry on. You say what you need to say. I was just going to say that was just a really weird time for Resident Evil Mm. uh, because they didn't know whether to tie them into the movies or not. Yeah. Uh, So they were kind of fighting against themselves, so so to speak. Yeah, I think they were trying to make something narrative that was like fit with the movies, but also still had the Resident Evil DNA in there. They obviously wanted the survival horror aspect to come back and also Mm -hmm. it's still being an action game. You know, yeah. Makes sense. Anyway. It does. It does. Yeah. So the other speculations, and there are two with this one, and these ones make me pretty excited. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest, I freaking love the games. Although yes. One of them is not as good as the other, and one of them is. I'm being coy. You'll understand <laughs> why in a minute. One of them right. is, is a good game that had features stripped away from it when after I had played it at a trade show. And one oh, of them wasn't yeah, a good, okay. wasn't a great game, that had all the features from the first game. Right. God, that sounds familiar. I remember you saying something like that. But I don't Resident remember. Evil Outbreak Free. <sighs> or See, when you, uh-huh. Resident Evil Outbreak Remake. 
Yeah. The online only co-op Resident Evil survivor, basically. Yeah. My God, yeah. that, those games are awesome. Like the second yeah. game, not as much, but at least it had the online integration with it. Because I was gonna say, I, yeah, I went to PlayStation Experience in Earl's Court in two thousand and three, I believe it was, mm-hmm. where Resident Evil Outbreak had the online functionality with it, and then they took it away when for the main release, and I was, I was right. pissed. Yes, <laughs> I was so annoyed because that game was fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and that was running on PS2, and the, yeah. even the online infrastructure. Yes, it was played LAN across eight different well, setups. It yeah. was great, though. It was so good. That's all we had back then, man. <laughs> I, I, I know. I know. It's a shame because obviously, uh, you know. Yeah. But cool yeah, they then yes. they then they integrated it into the Outbreak File too, and the online was terrible for that game. Mm-hmm. Really bad. The netcode was awful. And the game just wasn't as fun as the first Outbreak. Right. It's so weird. But Outbreak yeah. File 3 or Outbreak Remake could be an interesting prospect considering how well the network integration is now, especially on things like Xbox Live. Right. Yes. Um, yeah, it's funny because when you said Outrage, my first thought was Outbreak. Yeah, that was the first uh, thing I thought of when I thought Outrage. Yep. Yeah. So, uh Yeah. <laughs> let's oh god i really hope like this the i'm gonna be honest i really hope half of this is at least feasible and i know i know three things at the end that are absolutely dead on but uh, i know well, that I, mean, I know they're real there there's always a grain of truth in some of this stuff uh yeah. you know so it'll be interesting That's but yes I mean. the last three i know they are absolutely true and I'll go on uh, record to say I know they are true. Of course, bearing in mind, dear listeners, I still haven't seen this document. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm just teasing at this point. Yes, you are. <laughs> okay, right. So I'm going to carry on with the, the old Resident Evil uh, theme here. Mm-hmm. So the next one that was on the list was Biohazard Apocalypse. Right. Wow, okay. Which obviously biohazard. The the mm-hmm. whole document is actually in Japanese, so this makes sense that this oh, would be yes. very true. Because it's yes. called Biohazard. Yep. You know, Biohazard is actually the name for the series in Japan. Yes. That's right. Uh, biohazard Apocalypse slated for a Q three twenty twenty three release. Likely obviously the likely working title for a new Resident Evil game. So what do you reckon? Could this just be a brand new game in the series? Could this be a code name for another mm. potential remake? I, I think it's going to be a remake because I think that all of the attention, for lack of a better word, is going to go on Resident Evil Village as the yeah. the new. So it's got to be some sort of either side story mm-hmm. type thing or a remake. Okay. So you think, like like with Revelations, this could be another side mm-hmm. story in that sort of respect? Yes, exactly. So who do you reckon they... Like, if that's uh, being the case, who do you reckon's the main protagonist of that one, then? Um, well, they've got a lot to choose from, because, you know, they've got Jill's that they've done, mm. um, and they've got... Uh, Chris has now showed up in... Um, in Village. Some, and in Yeah, in Village. Um, 
so we've still got what's her face that was with Chris and Frick Ada Lovelace or Ada not Lovelace Ada <laughs> Ada, Ada Wong. Wong. You mean it was Leon? Um, oh, Frick! Yes, I always get Leon and Chris mixed up. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, it's not Chris's. It's not Chris's blood. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Chris has his thing. So Leon and what's her name and Ada. Yeah. All three of them could. Ha- I really like Ada. That's why I can remember her name and not sure. what's her name. Um, <laughs> I know who you mean, and I'm actually going to yeah. go inferior on this one. I'm, I feel bad because they actually did really well for her on the remake. Yep, they did. Um, they they gave her a lot of uh, just a better, beefier story and better, beefier fights, and yeah, you know, it was just really good. Um, but my heart belongs to Ada and her cool red dress that I really want to cosplay uh, and trench coat. Uh, and, um, so I would love to see her, and I think a lot of fans out there would love to see her have a side story. I think because she's got a great uh, lore background. If you ever delve into it, to be honest, she kind of has. Um, I mean, no, yeah. This is this is where I'm leading with this one. Oh, okay. okay. I have I have a theory. Oh goodness, here we go. <laughs> the person in particular that you're looking for is Claire Redfield. Claire. Oh gosh. Uh, yes. The I side just, game? It's... Mm-hmm. Resident Evil, Code Veronica. Code Veronica, yes. Res- Biohazard Apocalypse, my theory is, is a Code Veronica remake. Oh my gosh. I think you might be right. Hey, we both got there then. I just was going for Ada and <laughs> going for Claire. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I think you're right. I think you're right because let's be honest, they did such a freaking awesome job with uh, Claire and Leon and mm-hmm. um, their remake. Uh, Why would they wouldn't want, want to. Use the to... Assets again. Exactly. Exactly. It's exactly where I was going with that. Well, um, we know that Capcom, although they have been killing like recently with their mm-hmm. Slater games, they do like to reuse an asset, let's be honest. Yes, they, they like do. to They like to develop That's... games less... It's cheap, yeah. cheaply as possible. Yes, yes. So, reusing assets, and this will come yes. back later on. Mm-hmm. Reusing engines. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they, yeah. they might re- end up using the uh, Resident Evil Village uh, RE engine mm-hmm. uh, yeah. for, for this game. I could see that. And they'll probably um, use it across everything, to be honest. Yeah. We we do have one more Resident Evil, so you know, hanker down for this one, and that is a clue. Okay. <laughs> okay. Code name Resident Evil Hank. Yeah, you heard that right. What? Hank. Or Hunk. We don't know. We're not sure. <laughs> like it went in both like both ways in the document. And it was very oh weird. Codename Resident Evil Hank Hunk is slated for a Q4 2024 release. Well, okay, if it's Hunk, mm-hmm. I could see that being. Um, oh frick! I keep what I'm calling oh, Mr. X. Oh. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, because think about his origin story. Um, Oh, yeah, he's one of the Birkins, isn't he? Yep. William Birkin. Yep. Yep. 
who was known There's as a bit like, of a hunk. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, so, I didn't think of that at the time, actually. That's really good. Yeah. So, and I mean, it's it's a really compelling backstory. It, yeah. It's, it's before I started getting out of the lore because it started getting a little too alternate university for me. Yeah, yeah I agree. It's hard for me to follow. But up until that point, frick, man. Umbrella Corp and their experiments, frick. That <laughs> it's really actually, cool. That actually would be cool. And to be honest with yeah. you, they haven't had a lot of success with their side games, let's be honest. Operation Raccoon City and oh, yeah. stuff yeah, yeah. like that has never been particularly well regarded. But no if they happened. if they had a story based on special forces infiltrating the the Umbrella Corp, oh oh think about if you Ooh. oh think about if you had the choice oh oh my gosh Capcom listen to us <laughs> think about if you had the choice to play either special forces or play as an Umbrella Corporation, uh, you know either scientist or one Ooh. of their. Please yeah. do it. Please yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, I'd be so on board with that. Awesome. Oh. Sounds amazing. I'm already in. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> it would probably overtake, because I've said it before on the show that Outlast 2 uh, overtook my lore love of Resident Evil. Yep. Um, because it, it, it just picked up where Resident Evil left off sure. and the practical, logical lore. Mm hmm. Um, but if you gave me a choice to be an Umbrella Corp like employee of some sort, whether it be a security guard or a that, lab tech, or that something, actually would oh. be awesome. I'd I'd love that. Oh my gosh! Think about this. Now this is crazy, but think about it. Think about Alien Isolation, except it's VR and you're walking around in the Umbrella. Let's oh, <laughs> press I, with, with Resident Evil Seven doing that as well. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, Capcom virus. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be my dream job, you know. I'm going to oh. tell you, I actually am going to tell you now, I did at once, once apply mm -hmm. for a uh, a job at Capcom. I'm not surprised. That's I, like your thing, man. I know. I got an email That's back true. from them actually saying thank you for your application. Unfortunately, you have not been uh -huh. successful, which yeah. was like. But I got an email from Capcom. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's how I do. I got a um, rejection from Marvel when I was going to be a comic book artist. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, I got rejected. This is, the, this is the best rejection ever. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, I'll tell you, and this is going off for just a little tiny tangent. Yeah. Uh, the best rejection I ever got. So uh, here's something to know for anyone that's listening that wants to get into either uh, graphic novels or uh or just novels in general um it's you're going to get rejected a lot a lot you're not gonna be like you may be rejected for years um yeah. i have like close to 200 rejections yeah. and I'm, I'm not bragging i'm a talented writer um i've seen that's it. Not, it she's yeah that's true. not a brag that's that's a it's I'm actually still, true i'm not even gonna lie yeah i was well i mean and that's what my educational background's in um so having said that, one of the best rejections I got was from a little indie publisher. And they were like, Kylie, your personality leaps off the page. You are an amazing, talented writer. Unfortunately, your novel's not a fit for us. But we look forward to seeing what you, uh, you, know, you accomplish in the future because your talent is great. And I was like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm framing 
rejection. <laughs> Brilliant. So there are good rejections out there. Don't give up. Don't yeah. give up. Well, it's all like part said, of it. Like I said, I got that rejection from Capcom, and that was only exactly. for a social media position. It was like, yeah. oh, man, this sucks, but Capcom re- emailed exactly. me. <laughs> There's always a silver lining out there, and it's it's never a personal thing. Yeah. It's just a numbers game. No, yeah. I knew I was never going to get that job. I just took a chance. That was all I'll Always take the chance. Always. Yeah, damn straight. That's another thing. Yeah. yeah. If you're out there, take the chance. Take the shot. Take the shot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I might have told you about one recently. I'm not going to tell it on air. You did. Oh, did, yeah. and I'm okay, very cool. glad that you did that. Yeah, yes. I did take a chance on that one, so I'm hoping to hear back soon, but I'm not yep. sure yet. Yep. Anyway, we'll move on to the next game, because I've, <laughs> I've got some opinions about this one. Okay. But I want to ask you what you think it could be first. Okay. Well, the game is called Codename Guillotine. Right, okay. And it is slated for an early 2021 release with three-month exclusivity on the Switch for it to then come to the PS4 and the Xbox One afterwards. It's not a Monster Hunter game. (laughs) No, it's not Monster Hunter. Look, I've laid everything out on the table. All the Monster Hunter stuff was all pretty much named as is. Is it Mega Man? No, there are two Mega Man things that are to come. Okay, because you know what made me think of that? What's that? The uh, one of the Megamins is—he's uh, got a cutty thing on his head. Oh, you mean Cutman? Cutman, thank you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was what was where. That's my logic there. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say no, and I'm okay. gonna ask you to try again. Okay. And I'm gonna tell you that you're in the right time period, though. Right. Okay. Hmm. I hear the Jeopardy music in my head. What is a guillotine? Obviously, it's a, you head, know. a head cutty thing. It is. So I can understand your cut, man. Yeah. But what? Which is, obviously, what is it used for in terms of, you know, slicing? Uh, so, so to slice and dice in terms of one particular genre would be what? If you were thinking about it with movies? Uh, the answer you're looking sword? for is, is horror. Oh, well, okay, okay. That's a big hint as to what people were surmising this could be. A, a horror-inspired, non-Resident Evil game from the same era as Mega Man, or the original Mega Man games. Right. Um, An unbelievably rock-hard and unbelievably <laughs> unfair game at times. That would be everything at that time. Uh, no, this was the most egregious for it. Hmm. I have to say, you've thrown me off with the... Uh, not Resident Evil. Okay. No, it wouldn't be Dead Rising. That's no, true. it's not. It's not Dead Rising. Because I thought about a sword and. Yeah, I, but I specifically mentioned that this is from specifically from yeah. the era of the original Mega Man games. Um, I don't know. I'm absolutely. If I was to tell you that this point. is a game that uses the Resident Evil engine for a remake 
of a classic IP that has not been seen in years. Oh my god. Except okay. two characters making an appearance in Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Ghosts and Goblins. Oh my gosh. So I was going to say that, but then you said horror, and I didn't oh, think about it. Oh, Ghosts and Goblins is horror. I guess it is, because it's ghosts. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, it's a horror-inspired platformer. Yeah, all right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's good, though. Exclusivity on the Switch, apparently, from what the industry insiders have been saying, this is due to be announced at a a Nintendo Direct in early 2021, which is why, when I said it before last week, January, next Direct, that's why I said it. Wow, that is... That's right around the corner. See what I mean? I played my cards close to my chest, even yes, with that did. one last week. You did. Of course, last week I didn't. I barely even knew about a leak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That's why I kept it to myself until this came up. That is so crazy. I would. I'm interested and in to see how that plays out. I don't um, know. I don't know if this is true, but mm-hmm. I really want it to be true. It. It would be fun because, well, the games of that time period were freaking awesome. Yeah, they were. Also, can I let you know about something? Mm -hmm. Like I said, there is precedent set for this. Uh Uh-huh. Classic Capcom IPs being remade Uh in recent times after an appearance in a very popular fighting game. Right. The other game was Strider. Oh, which oh happened my a few God. years ago. So there is precedent been set for that. Uh, I just saw randomly. Yeah. Some Japanese artwork. Okay. What for Ghosts <laughs> and Ghost. Goblins? Yeah. Or Ghouls and Ghosts, um, whatever you want to call it. Well, Ghosts and Goblins. Uh, well, to be fair, I can't read it because it's in Japanese. Um, and it's like three D artwork. Uh, like, oh yeah, okay. So there may be some yeah credence to that. There you go. Yeah, that looks not, good. Just let it be known that's not my speculation. That's come from some industry insiders that they believe yeah. it to be the Ghosts and Goblins remake. Uh, and and I am looking at some. You have to send that now. I will have to if I can get it to load because like okay. I said it. Japanese. (laughs) Right, I'm going to move on to the next game because this one doesn't make a single ounce of difference to me, but I know there are some big, big fans of it. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when uh, Capcom, a couple of years ago, decided to re-release a particular game to the Switch? It might have even been last year, actually. Dragon's Dogma. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. Dragon's Dogma 2 has been slated for a 2022 Q2 release, as Capcom have uh, stated in internal documents, they love the series and want to see it return. Wow. Um, I have mentioned this early, early, early in the show. We're talking like first or second episodes that we ever did. I, as a joke, bought someone Dragon's yeah, Dogma. yeah, I remember that now. Now that you yeah. mentioned it. <laughs> because I had read how terrible it was, and I gave them it, and they loved it. Like, yeah. absolutely loved it. And loved me for giving it to them. Yeah, appar- apparently terrible. everybody who's played Dragon's Dogma absolutely loves it. Yeah, so 
<laughs> you know, more power to them. Yeah, exactly. So fair enough. Cool. So it'd be yeah. interesting though if Dragon Dogs Dogma Two comes out and Dragon Age comes out. <laughs> uh, I want to see how that how that plays out. That would be fun, actually. Yeah, Dragon Age is kind of like. I mean, yes, the fans are dying for it, like yeah. absolutely, um, but it's it's kind of teetering on the edge of if they don't do it right, the fandom will drop them. Yeah. And I want to know now if they'll go to Dragon's Dogma, just because based on the reaction of the person I gave it to. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> that is a highly, highly possible thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the next one is, this was a weird one. But it makes sense as well. And I'm going to tell you now, this is the most normal out of all of them that is due to come now. Everything oh, okay. everything after this one is absolute batshit. Let's just say that. Okay. The Great Ace Attorney collection is due to be localized in oh. a collection for the Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. The games that wow. were notorious for being Japanese only and no yes. intention to ever localize them are now being localized. Wow. The thing is, okay. how do we know this is true? Screenshots right. have leaked of it. Oh my And gosh. it is so very obvious that this is a high definition port of the Great Ace Attorney because you cannot take away the fact that that character looks so very different to Phoenix Wright. Mm-hmm. And it is set in a very different time period, so... Oh, goodness. This one is about as true as it's ever going to get, I think. Oh, goodness. Which makes well, me laugh, considering that uh, another podcast I listen to called The Computer Game Show, one mm-hmm. of the guys on there, literally two days before I saw this leak, said, we're never getting the- another Ace Attorney collection coming out, are we? Oh my god! That tweet aged so badly. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I thought it was incredibly ironic that they've decided to go with Great Ace Attorney rather than uh, Apollo Justice Five and Six. Right. Oh my god. That's that is weird to me, if I'm honest. It's wild. I know. That's but gonna I, make I, a lot of people happy. Yeah, me included. Yeah. Look, if that goes, <laughs> that goes up, without saying. If that goes up for a review. <laughs> I am taking it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think that, yeah, it better be you anyway. Who knows? Jennifer might even come out of retirement oh. <laughs> just for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be funny to see you and her head to head on the wheel. I actually really <laughs> hope that happens. Yeah, that would be funny. Okay. So I'm... Hold on. I'm going to give you an option between one, two, three, and four, and these are all equally as mental as the other one so choose oh gosh uh three there is a new mega man game due to come out called <laughs> mega man match right okay slated for a q3 2022 launch this is apparently a match free puzzle game oh is that gonna be mobile i don't know nobody it's knows it's gotta be, it's gotta be. But this was prefaced on the fact that there was in the document also uh, a game that was just called Rockman. Right. Okay. Which obviously Japanese Rockman is the uh, is the name for Mega Man. Yeah. So I think Mega Man Twelve could be a or was it Mega Man Twelve? Mega Man Eleven uh, last came out, didn't it? Yeah. So Mega Man yeah. Twelve could be potential, but it could because they've released no further details about it. 
mm-hmm. there has been speculation that being the fact that the entire X collection has now been remastered, mm-hmm. that the long-forgotten X9 game could Whoa. finally be made. Right. Hmm. That's what I mean. Well, this is all mental. I'm having a look, just out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. Uh, be careful, because you might see some things you might not want to see yet. Oh, no, no. I'm... I'm, I'm Somewhere completely different. I'm on uh, the Apple Store. Okay. Looking under Capcom because I just wanted to know. Yep. Uh, what all they've got out. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! I did not realize just how much was on mobile. Yeah, there's loads of Mega Man games on there. Uh, yeah, not just Mega Man though. It's got everything. Yeah, yeah Mega Cap- Man Legacy Bundle. Yeah, Capcom uh, like releases a lot of mobile games as well. A lot of Ace Attorney is on there. Yeah, um, that's how. That's oh. actually how I played the um, the Ace Attorney trilogy first. I played it on iPad. Oh right. The, the HD version of it. Yeah. Which is why when I reviewed it for PS4, I knew it inside and out because I'd already played right. them like a lot of times. Um, all the Monster Hunters, uh, Street Fighter Four, <laughs> Ghouls and Ghosts is on there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Ghost and Goblin is on mobile. Yeah, Ghouls and Ghosts, I believe, is the sequel. 1942 is on here? How did yeah. I not know this? Yeah, loads of them on oh, this. The arcade, arcade collection, I think it is. Oh, that's why, because I don't go on the arcade. Yeah, there's just all the Mega Man. Yeah, Animal exactly. Justice, Ace Attorney, Resident Evil. Mega yeah, Man. there you go. Mega Man there X. Devil May Cry. Okay, so I think that the the one of those Mega Mans... Uh, the match three, I think that's going to be a mobile, like a casual mobile game. I, I think it is going to be as well. I wouldn't be surprised at that one. It's hard to say because, as you know, and I'm sure some of our listeners know, Capcom also does cabinet games and yeah. um, um, what do you call it? Gambling games, but that's not what they're called. <laughs> yeah, those kinds of things. Yeah. So, I mean, it could even be stuff like that. Um, Capcom are not notorious for actually putting Mega Man on pachinko machines. I don't think, anyway. They put Silent Hill. That's Konami. Oh, right. I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah, I know. I'm you're talking You're talking sorry. to a person who is a big Capcom fan here. Yes, the apologist that himself. Was, that was a, a terrible move on my part. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Okay. They do do arcades, but yes. Fine. Right, so you chose option three. So now you've got one, two, and four. Uh, one. <laughs> My God. <laughs> you chose the most mental of them all. Of course. <laughs> Slated for Q3 2024, a Power Stone remake. Whoa. <laughs> you see what I mean? Whoa, like... No offense. But what Why? the shit? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah. Wow. Um. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's right, I don't that. think anything's ever going to top that. I, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, listeners. I am speechless because I... <sighs> I I can't believe it. I think I've actually never heard you speechless before like that. I'm... Okay, so I had a Dreamcast. 
<laughs> yep. I've said this before. So the only kind of Power Stone, like anything I know, is uh, Dreamcast version. Well, yeah, that's uh, all they had. They had Power Stone 1 and 2 on the Dreamcast, was, but then they had okay, the Power Stone okay. collection on PSP. There hasn't been a oh, game okay. in over then 20 odd years. Okay, so then I wasn't... Um, uh, I wasn't missing anything, I guess. No. Um, it, it's crazy because what I remember of it is like Street Fighter, but in not. Well, it's not it's 2D. An, it's an arena uh, arena fighter, three D like three D three D game, but it also included weapons and stuff like that as yeah. well. It was a very unusual game to say the least in it, terms of a fighting game it was um oh but it, wow. wa- it okay. was very much an arena brawler i i pulled up some screenshots to refresh my memory yeah. but it actually looks as good as my memory said okay yeah, so it wasn't bad looking yeah, yeah it's a very good looking game i loved my dreamcast um i just i don't know why the dreamcast didn't do well i'm sure there's a whole big story behind it but I, the I played like Nights into Dreams and um, some of the Sonic games and mm. you know Power Stone and uh, just various games like no, that. I could I could talk about some good. of the Dreamcast games like like they were going out of fashion. If I'm honest, I never played it at the time. I have gone back and played a lot of the games like Out Trigger, uh, mm. Zombie mm. Revenge, and things like that. They are incredible. Like some of the experiences are amazing on that on that console. Yeah, I really, I I loved it at the time. I was young enough that, you know, like, certain things didn't make sense. Like, you know, I don't know. It's hard to describe. You know, when you're a kid, you kind of put up with stuff that you wouldn't as an adult, you know. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. Sometimes I go back and I look at the screenshots from uh, the Dreamcast era. And we're talking about, this was a time when... Uh, Mortal Kombat Sub-Zero came out on Nintendo. You know what I mean? So we're talking about a terrible era. And Dreamcast pulled it off. I don't know. I liked it. I liked it. The Dreamcast, oh my God, the graphics are still fantastic for quite a lot of the games. And you only do yourself a disservice by not getting a HDMI converter for it as well. Yes. Yeah. Oh, see. Uh, yeah, I'm a Dreamcast fangirl, even after all these years. Um, I feel right, like for saying that, but to be honest, rightly uh, so. The Dreamcast is absolutely brilliant. It was. It really. I've got to read and see why it didn't. I know. No, I, no, I can tell but, you exactly the reason why it failed. It was too expensive to produce. Nope. No. Oh. Why? No, because they ruined their fan base uh, by completely screwing with the Saturn. Oh, right. So, so, yeah, there was a lot of uh, umming and ahhing between uh, Sega Japan and Sega USA. Um, yeah. One, uh, Sega USA were creating the 32X as a prototype for the next generation of systems. Uh, Sega Japan just decided, sod it, we're just going to release the Saturn. And that kind of killed everyone, essentially, to yeah. the point where uh, consumers, when the Dreamcast came around, just went, yeah, but we bought a two hundred dollar yeah. console a few years right. ago. Uh, screw you. Yeah, and me being a kid, I didn't realize that Sega Saturn uh, games wouldn't play on the Dreamcast. Yeah. Um, so, or Sega CD. Um, or maybe it was both. It both. But did. if you put them in, 
they play music and one of the sonic cd played uh like classical music it was really pretty yeah i (laughs) believe it was sonic 3d blast that actually did that the saturn game maybe that was it and then um because the dreamcast was at least the first one i remember until i got the playstation one uh had an equalizer in it and it would do like Mm -hmm. um graphics on the on the when music would play you know kind of like the win win amp stuff yeah 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 um so you know i had no problem like putting in you know sonic cd and then it playing classical music and then being all pretty colors because i'm a dork but (laughs) (laughs) that was fascinating to me at the time yeah Um, but i couldn't understand i couldn't grasp why it wasn't playing those games oh of course yeah Uh, now i know of course obviously but uh, Right. But, but to, to, to add to your point, yeah, it was a lot of back-to-back-to-back stuff mm. uh, that was just too much for the, the consumer to take on board. I think so. Mm-hmm. All right. So, two or four? Uh, let's do it four. You've picked the most normal out of this, but also confusing at the same time. Oh, great. That's my life. Slated <laughs> for a Q4 2022 launch, this is only known as... Onamusha New Game. Hmm. To which I have to, if this is true, I have to eat my words and say, um, I was wrong. Oh? Because I said that Onamusha after the, uh, to someone after the um, re-release <laughs> happened, that this would never come back because it was a fa- sales failure. Right. But if an Onamusha game does come back, then I was wrong. And I'd be pleasantly wrong, because I quite like Onomusha. Yeah, well, do you think that's a code name, or do you think it is the actual, actual factual? I I believe this is a new game, and I'm going to tell right. you why. Okay. Because the, the, the era that it is set in has had right. a massive jump in popularity recently. Right. Think Ghost of Tsushima. Of course, yes. Yeah. Yep. You're absolutely freaking right. Yeah, and say, say how do you say that word? Sekiro. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I can't pronounce things. No. Um, no, I can't. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that the timing is actually right for it. I um, agree. Plus, it looks like they did a remaster of uh warlords yeah that was the one i was talking about that's the first game that's true yeah yeah but it didn't sell particularly well that was the problem it was regarded people liked it it's not a great remaster from what i can see (laughs) no it's not unfortunately what was that game i know i'm kind of going off target here but or tangent they did a re-release of it uh, last year, but it looks Prince of Persia. That's what it was. Yeah, it's not out yet. It's due out next year. Okay, it and awful. it looks terrible. Well, that's kind of what this kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked like a pretty cheap crack cash oh, grab, gosh. really. Yeah, I'm I'm having a look at some screenshots. Yeah. So we're gonna pretend like that game didn't uh, exist. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I know. Can I so tell you right now? now. Mm-hmm. That actually, the first time I ever got experience of the actor in question mm-hmm. was actually from Onimusha 3, and that was Jean Reno. Oh, right! That's awesome. It was before I'd watched Leon. 
Oh my gosh! I'm look, oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm looking at a screenshot right now. Now, Oliver um, Shafri still looks really good, though. It does. Like, yeah. It's a really impressive game for a PS2 game. It really is. I'm sitting here looking at it. I mean, the details and the shadows on his coat. Yeah, are it's incredible. Actually, quite quite good. Yeah. God, it does look like him, doesn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, they used his likeness and his voice and all that. Oh, so that's, that's obviously why it's never been re-released because licensing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, they did too good of a job on that. Yeah, um, far well, too good. I would like to see them release it, uh, re-release it, or redo it properly yeah um, I, I, I would think, as well i do think it's time for it yeah mm-hmm. okay so you've anyway. got one other game left which is yes. option number two so yep. i'm going to ask you this question okay if you had to revive any classic capcom series what would be the one that you would choose because i can guarantee that i it's not the one that they've chosen i'm sure <laughs> um okay let me think well uh Mine's easy. I'm, I'm, I wanted to look through them, and then uh, I was like, no, nah, it's just going to be that one anyway. But let me just look through and make sure. Okay. I haven't changed my mind. Uh, just so I know, just so, just so you know, I uh-huh. said revival. Yeah. Yeah, okay, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, pre- I, I, hmm? I just wanted to preface that because I know someone would probably go, uh, what are you talking about? Oh, right. No, honestly, and it's probably not going to ever be this, but I would love to see it because um, it's just a beautiful game. Uh, and that's Okami. So. Okay, no, it's not. Yeah, I uh, know. By, by classic, I meant more classic than that. Oh, yeah, you say 2006 is pretty classic to me. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I, no, I, I, I'm talking like late 80? 80s, early 90s oh, classic. Okay, okay, give me a second then. Uh, yeah, that's funny. That, the funny thing is, is that actually by me saying late 80s should be a giveaway already. Uh, not really, because they all kind of blend together. Wrong, I t- because I've done a game fact on it. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. How much oh, dear. were you paying attention? Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, pressure, pressure. Um, I'll give you another hint. The series has crossed over oh, into another series that I absolutely love. Final Fight? Yep. Yep. So, as, soon as, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, I remember he did yeah, it. Street Fighter game 89 was the mm-hmm. code name for Final Fight. Yep. Yeah, Cody, Guy, Hagger. Uh, Cody and yep. Guy. Um, oh, God. Lucia, uh, Poison, Hugo, um, Abigail. All made it into Street Fighter games. Hagar made it into into Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. So there's been a massive resurgence to do with Final Fight in in the last few years alone. In ten years, let's say, because Marvel vs. Capcom Three came out in 2010. Yeah. Uh. So, oh God, he was also in that game that I don't want to remember even happened. Let's not <laughs> let's not even think about that one. Final Fight. We don't know, and I'm going to say this, we don't know whether this is a new game or a remake of the first game, but uh-huh. apparently it is, it is going to be in a very similar style to the the RE remakes. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Not 3D yeah. Brawler like Streetwise was. Oh, God. Um, oh, God. But, like, obviously classic 2D style, you know, but maybe changes some things up. 
Yeah. That's sort of what I meant by that. That's wild. Um, I just, out of curiosity... Please uh, let this happen. I need more final I was going to say, that's... um, that uh that that that's a peak like no do you know do you know why i know this probably is true why you think about how many uh 2d inspired uh yeah side scrolling beat-em-ups have been revived recently yeah streets of rage scott pilgrim versus the world yep yeah it's probably gonna happen oh my gosh so i i kind of out of a sense of nostalgia Mm mm-hmm um, cause I remember Final Fight as a arcade cabinet. Yep. Uh, so I looked it up because, and sure enough, it was, uh, the exact one that I was remembering from, we had a mall and you would yeah. go to the arcade and play in the mall. Um, they don't really have them over here. I've noticed. Um, yeah. but it had Final Fight, 1944, Ghosts and Goblins, and Strider. Yeah, yeah, those were the four games that were always pr- oh included on that board. It was awesome. It makes me very happy to see that. Yeah. <laughs> Nostalgia hit. Yeah. Oh, no. there's a Street Fighter 2 one. Yep. Oh, I need an arcade cabinet yeah, in the thing, castle. The thing is, I always ever... All I ever played a Final Fight was the console launch it, console releases, mm-hmm. until I obviously had MAME. Uh, right. Where I oh, played yeah. Final Fight Two, oh, yeah. I played Final Fight Two and Three from there, but I never played Final Fight One, which was really weird. I don't know why I never did. My but plan it was, was, it was to make a main cabinet. Yeah, but the thing was, is that actually uh, during a not a recent trip, but last year I believe it was in the local arcade that's from me. Uh-huh. They had a Final Fight cabinet in there, so I got to experience the arcade version for the very oh. first time. It was so awesome. And oh, it is rock hard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much harder than the console version. Jeez. Yes. Oh my and god. And it's done like that on purpose. Yeah, you know? it's the old the old coin sinkers. Yep. But frick, I love those suckers. Um, mm. Sheesh, I'm just having a walk down memory lane. Fine. Um, in the in the US, the uh, arcades were just huge, or at least in my area. Yeah, I, I don't they know. Were I can't see for all of it, but. Yeah, I mean, and the thing was, like, the carpets were cool looking. They were, like, they always had, like, galaxies and stars on them and all the flashing light. Which, okay, as as an autistic, supposedly, not supposedly, I do get bothered by, uh, I get overstimulated by, yeah, like, yeah, of course. blinking lights, loud noises, repetitive noises. I can't handle that. Um and you know all that kind of stuff, but for some and people, I can't do large crowds. Yeah. Um, unless I'm up on stage, they don't bother me then. But in the midst of a crowd, I can't handle. Mm. Um, and yet arcades. Fine. I just oh my gosh, arcades and extreme bowling. Just the black lights and the the sounds were yeah. comforting. Um, mm. So it's it's a very strange thing. I'm sure there's a weird autistic explanation for it, but uh, I look at these arcades. I think there is. I think it's called sensory overload. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. But the arcades never gave me sensory overload. Uh, they gave me comfort. It's I, weird. I know, I know why. Why? Because it's games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like the boy in the wizard. Did you ever see the wizards? Oh, for God's sakes! 
Look, I wish I'd never watched that movie because it gave away the, the power bloody. It. It, no, it gave away the fact that there were flutes in Mario Three. <laughs> I, I didn't want to know that. I wanted to figure that out myself. I'm going to say something very honest here, which is very kind of embarrassing for me to admit. Oh god, um, that means it has I, to be embarrassing. I I am not an emotional person. I don't show emotion. That doesn't mean I don't feel it. I just don't show it. Yeah. Um. So you, for me to actually cry would be, yeah, oh, it would take. Uh, it would have to be something major. No, 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 no. As I know is, what you're gonna say. No, you don't, because you're gonna think it's emotional, but it wasn't emotional about humans. At the end. When he gets to, or when they go to the uh, the competition, mm-hmm. uh, I I did I teared up when they showed Super Mario three because now remember I'm 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 itty bitty but yeah when this came out but um, but extremely intelligent and I can remember all of that uh, <laughs> so uh, I actually started crying but like to myself not like yeah. you know, wow. I want that. Give it to me. Um, because I thought there was never going to be a more beautiful game than Super Mario Brothers oh, 3. Right, yeah. And I adored the idea of there being a video game competition. Um, and I wanted to go so bad. Yeah. Uh, of course, by then, I think they'd only had two and that was it. They weren't having any more or something like that. They were yeah. out money or something. But just that whole thing. Now that would transfer, of course, as I got older into, I love cons and I go to cons. Yeah. Um, but even itty bitty Kylie was like, I want that. And I want to be there and I want to go there. And Basically. Super Mario 3 is the most beautiful yeah, <laughs> graphically so, advanced game ever. So, so essentially what you're saying is you wanted to be involved in a Nintendo championships, basically. Yes. You I wanted did. one of those extra special carts. I did. Oh my gosh, yes. They are worth uh, a hell of a lot of money right now. Oh, they are. Um, but I actually remember, um, because I grew up right outside of Houston, which is a pretty big metro city in, uh, well, in the U.S. And say in hey, Texas, metro but... city. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Uh, Unintentional I mean, references. I have got to make an arcade room. But anyway. <laughs> My point being that uh, after, like, I don't know, on various cartoons, not cartoons, commercials, mm. uh, it would come up and be like, get your chance to join in the Nintendo Championships in these fine cities. And they had one in Houston. Oh. And I believe it was at the Astrodome. And, oh, I wanted to go so bad. But my mom was the typical mom of that time, which was girls don't do that sort of thing so she was like oh no kylie no 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 girls don't do a... that no here have a barbie and i was like no i want to play no, no, shut up <laughs> okay look we've got to move yeah. on because we're getting we close do. to the end so yeah. i'm gonna ask you one quick question yes think of a game that has not even been mentioned in this oh you mean even by me, mistakenly? No, just classic Capcom franchise that just hasn't been touched in this in this document yet. Because I'm saying we've mentioned Street Fighter, we've mentioned Resident Evil. Bang! Mm-hmm. You've done it already. Street <laughs> Fighter. 
Okay, because that's like a big one, especially for you. Exactly. The fact that they hadn't mentioned anything to do with Street Fighter in here was a bit weird. Right. Oh, they did. Oh, goodness. Not one, not two, but three of them. Holy crap. I'm, not, now... I'm literally not even joking about this. Now, I preface this by saying, at uh -huh. the very beginning that I know these last three to be absolutely true. Right. Yes, you did say that. Yep. So, I am actually going to say that I was wrong. Right, because okay. I made, because I had previously once made a statement, mm -hmm. I believe, on air, mm -hmm. saying that I believe that Street Fighter Six, which I know of its existence, because that happened recently with Yoshinori yes. Ono's uh, departure from Capcom, Mm-hmm. That I believe that this would stay PlayStation exclusive. Yes, you did say that. I was wrong. Wow. PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series wow. S, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One for Street Fighter 6. Wow. Due for launch, Q3 2022. Wow, which, okay. That makes a lot of sense because they had pre previously just delayed it after the issues they'd had and we knew about that as well. We have even mentioned that on air. Wow. Okay. So you're ready for the next two? Yes. Due for launch, Q3. Oh, Q4, 2023. Super Street Fighter 6. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> Due for launch, oh, Q4, sorry. 2024. Uh, Ultra Street Fighter 6. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm they have never changed. <laughs> <laughs> they have never changed. Oh my god. Now gosh. do you understand why I know these to be true? Yes, because that is the naming convention. That is what they do. Oh my oh, gosh. I'm laughing because it's just so idiotic again. Yep, they did the same thing. Oh, that was funny. Oh God, Capcom! I love, but I love that I hate you sometimes, and I, I yeah. hate that I love you. <laughs> I was gonna say you definitely have a love-hate relationship with Capcom, although hate's still kind of strong. But yeah. Mm, yes, I'm like I'm like Palpatine. <laughs> the hate is strong in you. <laughs> uh, it's more like a love annoyed, I think. <laughs> no, I would actually say this is love-hate because when I saw well, this, I. Like I just did then, I actually uh -huh. laughed. I laughed so hard at how stupid this is. Well, when you uh, explained to me the Street Fighter V whole the, lineage... The... Oh, it's a joke. It, the whole oh, thing's it is. a joke. Yeah, so this is like, wow, okay, yeah. You're absolutely right that just based on previous... Uh, stuff. Yeah, this is this is true. This is gotta That's be true. Tr it's so ridiculous. Yeah. This is. Yeah. I will. I will say that I'm so glad that this is going to come to other platforms. If I'm honest. I think it's good for the um, competition. Absolutely. Yeah. I think holding it uh, literally just on the PlayStation yep. and PC was not enough to keep people interested in it, which is why numbers were good, but they were always dwindling a bit more. Yeah. But they need to do some big things for Street Fighter 6 to make it stay relevant, if I'm honest. Right. And I'm not talking about lore or um, mechanics or anything like that. 
They need a solid net code this time around. If right. they don't have that, they're dead in the water. Yeah. If they I don't, have to agree like, with that. absolutely no, hundred percent. Because that that's yeah. Look, we've had we've had games that have come out like big fighting games that have come out over the last ten years that have been notorious for having incredibly poor net play, mm-hmm. and based on the situation we are right now, we need good net play for good competitions with the fact that we can't go anywhere. Right. Street Fighter Five has improved a lot since it came out in 2016, mm-hmm. but it's still not good at all. But then again, you look at things like Tekken, which have been bad as well. But even they, with Season 4 of Tekken 7, just released a rollback netcode update, which actually has massively improved the online infrastructure of the game. Mm-hmm. So if, if Bandai Namco can do it, then surely Capcom can too. Oh, wait. Right. They always <laughs> insist on creating their own bloody netcode. Right. just give it to ggpo it makes sense yeah goodness uh, i really hope that the next producer actually knows what ggpo is <laughs> right because i don't i think they've forgotten about that uh it's entirely entirely um yeah just based on on the last couple of competitions and performance yep. and stuff well, they didn't. They didn't have it in Street Fighter Four at all. They built right. their own netcode for that. They built yep, their own netcode for Marvel vs. Capcom Three. They built their own oh. netcode for Marvel vs. Capcom. In. Oh wait, I mentioned it by. Oh god, oh god. Uh-huh. I might have just uh-huh. accidentally wheeled it back into existence. Um, oh dear. Uh, yeah, they had it for Street Fighter Five, but then again, on HD Remix they had GGPO and it was perfect. Yeah. I mean, take nothing away from H- HD Remix because the balancing is really off on that game, but <laughs> it had a really good netcode. <laughs> well, at least there's a positive. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the end of the leaks. That's excellent. That's <laughs> a great... That's, that's a good note to end it on because I can see where people would be like, oh, some of this sounds true, some of it, you know... Yeah. Don't know if it's true or whatever, um, but yeah, that last bit for sure. Mm. I can only... see this as being credible now. That's the only one that I see as being massively credible. Like, obviously, Resident Evil Eight stuff is pretty nailed on. We're going to be honest. Oh, I'm yeah. going to be honest and say yeah. most of that I believe to be true. Yeah, it's too close to release for them to not finalize all those all those plans. Mm-hmm. The same with Monster Hunter Rise. The PC version makes complete sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but stuff like Resident Evil 4 Remake like yeah okay it's got assets out there but assets can be reused across multiple games mm-hmm. so oh, it's not, absolutely, it's not yeah. guaranteed it's for Resident Evil 4 Remake it could be that actually that is just a slightly upscaled you know textures from um, Resident Evil 4 original mm-hmm. you don't know but the most egregious parts of this, uh, as a Capcom fan, I'll be honest, Power Stone's never coming back. I don't think that's true. Right. I absolutely don't think it's true. I want it to be true, but I don't right. think it's happening. The uh, it, it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. It's a, essentially a dead series at this point. Mm-hmm. Yes. Unless, yeah. unless they were 
to have some sort of integration with some other fighting game that they might have coming out. <coughs> Street Fighter. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they have Edward come in as a guest character. Because they've just opened the doors to guest characters coming into Street Fighter history. Mm-hmm. With the fact they've got a rival school's character coming in. Right. In Street Fighter Five, So, there is precedent now set for that. Mm-hmm. So, is it possible? Yes. Yeah. Is it probable? Yeah. No. I, yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. I want to eat my words on this one. I actually do. Uh, same with uh, the Final Fight remake. As much as I want it to right. happen, it ain't happening. Right. It seems such a weird direction to go in. Yeah. It just does. It just does. Uh, I mean, could I see these as mobile games on the iOS uh, Apple Arcade? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's highly possible. Yeah. Uh, especially after I've just had a look through just to see what properties yeah. were on there. Um, I could see that. I don't understand. I don't understand how it would be beneficial to put them on actual console play. Yeah, Just, bear, yeah. I mean, bear in mind that um, you know I mentioned it before. Final Fight Streetwise was a hideous mess, and people hated it. And that—that's what basically pushed uh, Final Fight into going into obscurity again. Mm-hmm. You know, it was never the most popular series as is. Right. But they've obviously integrated all the characters within to Street Fighter. So why do they need to make a new game? They don't. Mm-hmm. They've got Final Fight lore living very heavily in Street Fighter because it was always intended to be that way. Right. So I don't see a new Final Fight happening unless, like you said, it's for Apple Arcade. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Dragon's Dogma <clears throat> I can see happening. <laughs> Great Ace Attorney yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Everything else, like the Resident Evil stuff, I'm really not sure about at all. Yeah. The only one that I think that is so possible and so insane that it could happen is the Ghost and Goblins remake. <laughs> it's so yeah. mental and it's so close to the fact that they've say, said it's a 2021 launch with such key details on it as well, being the exclusivity, mm-hmm. that actually that makes sense. It's the only one there, apart from the Street Fighter ones, that do make actual sense yeah I have to agree with you there um yep yeah, well we're actually quite a bit past our yeah our we went long time. Jesus we went longer on that than I thought we were <laughs> we, Jesus Christ we really did but it was a good in-depth uh deep dive on the Capcom leaks um yeah, which so you- is probably what we should just call this episode because I think that's pretty direct I'm gonna you know? call it leaky pipe Okay. <laughs> oh, come on, think about it. I know, I agree, it's funny. No, um, why, why, oh, come on, why do you think that was? You have to show your receipts. Why do you think? <laughs> show my receipts. Yes. I'm, I'm getting tired. I know, um, I know. Haggle uses a pipe, that's it. <laughs> I was going to say, when they beat up the car, don't they use pipes? No, it's just Hago uses pipes, and they use oh, pipes okay. as weapons, and part of Hago's moveset in Marvel uh, vs. Capcom 3 is the fact he uses a pipe. Oh. Do uh, they not use the pipes to beat up the car in Street Fighter? No, they use the fists. Oh, that's right. Yes. 
I think it was actually, but actually, uh, okay. I actually forgot that Cody has as part of his V triggers in Street Fighter Five uses a pipe for one of them. All right. That is awesome as well. Yes. Anyway. Um. Yes, I am fading fast. As my, <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> my day is catching up with me. Um. Poor Pete. He knows I have been working. A ridiculous pace that is probably not normal. I know. And bearing in <laughs> mind that we did have, uh, before we even recorded, I think it was about three oh. hours worth of chatter beforehand. So we've, we did. we've been doing which, this for like, we've been chatting for five and a half hours at this point, let's be honest. Yeah, which is, again, my fault. I think I mentioned it at the top of the show. We were yeah. supposed to check in midweek and I passed right out after yep. work. Um, and I've missed dinner. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that is fine. Oh, maybe that's what's wrong with me. I'm hungry. Yeah, I think um, so. That, that's me too. That's why I'm going on so many tangents. Yeah, yeah. See, that's what. Yeah. Um, uh, we always thank you for stopping by. We love it when you do. Um, you guys are awesome. I know I say that every week, but it doesn't yeah. diminish it because we really do have great a great community. Uh, and if you want to join in on that community. Um, you know what I haven't uh, talked about, yes. which is the Discord, yep. the Rapid Reviews UK Radio Discord. Oh, well, um, the Rapid Reviews UK Discord. Thank you. We have we um, have a channel specifically for the podcast, though. We do. We have a, a public channel and a public channel for the podcast. God, that was hard to say because <laughs> I think it's called public channel and also yeah, radio pod. Um, anyway. <laughs> getting tired but come join us there uh i'm always lurking around pete's always there um which is good yep i try my best yeah and we always love to hear from you guys and any suggestions topics uh questions we're always looking for questions yep you can um you can find that discord by searching on discord rapid reviews uk or you can follow the link in the show notes it's been there since we opened it public Yes, I should have uh, said that. <laughs> but that's why I said it because you wouldn't remember that. Yes, because I do all the I do all the stuff in the back end. Yep. So, yup. And oh, not God. like that. Get oh, your mind out of the gutter. God I'm damn. going to be a good girl and get through this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, you can always stop by uh, our web address or stop by our website, which is www.rapidreviewsuk.com. Pete, do you happen to have the reviews pulled up? I didn't until about 30 seconds ago. But you have them. I have And that's what counts. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to run through these quickly because yeah. you know, we've already run over time as is anyway. So apologies for that. But we started the week out. Uh, with Green Hill Review by TMX Ghost. Oh, God. Stare at the floor. Stare at the floor. SP. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <SP. laughs> no, I said TMX Ghost. Not... Oh, TMX Yeah, okay. it, there you go. You now you know. Funny? Go on. Um, I always want to call him BMX, like the bike. Yeah. <laughs> and I, now I'm wondering if that's why he did that. I Possible. love BMXs. Yeah, so do I. They were awesome. Anyway. I had one as a kid. I, I got to tell this very quick story. <laughs> Go so ahead. Tired. so tired. Uh, so, as we all know, I am a girl and... Um, no. I grew up in a time where girls weren't really... Girls. It, you were a tomboy. Well, you, you, you were girls. Yeah, we, yeah, you had to be girls. girls. Yeah. 
You have to be pink, frilly, and play with Barbies. Um, or ride uh, pink bikes. Um, so yeah. my neighbor, he was the same age as me. Um, and he had a BMX bike that he got for his birthday. It was black and white checked. Oh, so cool. Nice. Um, and it's dirt bike tires. Oh, and, oh, um, I loved it very much. <laughs> and his mom and my mom were best friends. Well, I don't know how it ended up happening, but she found out I loved the bike. He did something bad. I don't remember. He like lied to her or something. Ooh, not good. Cause we're like, you know, we're like 10 or 11. So yeah. It was bad for the time, but looking back, it probably wasn't that bad. But, um, you know, or he snuck out or something. Oh, uh, she gave me his brand freaking new BMX bike. Damn. Just gave it to me. So whatever he did, it was bad enough that she just gave it to me. I rode that thing, like, just up and down. My mom hated it, but like Obvious. I said, they were best friends. So she's like... Come on, Kathy, come on, come on. Just she loves the bike. Let her play. She's like, oh, it's, it's a boy's bike. Anyway, long story short, I love BMXs. Okay, I'm done with my tangent now. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so tired. Oh my god. I think oh and I thought I was the one on the tangents today. Jesus. <laughs> Oh my god! How did you get that just from his his username? My god! I don't know. <laughs> I think you've killed me. That's it. I'm done. Oh. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> no, I can't. Come on, uh, come oh. on. We've got to wrap this yeah. up. A few minutes. Come on, we can get through yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Home <laughs> stretch. This is not me faking it. This is actually genuine. I can't believe this. <laughs> I also, I put an orange flag on it. But yes. <laughs> this and it doesn't would whip make it wind. any better. It would whip in the wind behind me and I loved it. And we didn't have helmets back then. <laughs> oh, Which God. might explain. Did you, did you even put, and I don't know why I'm encouraging this tangent. Uh-huh. Did you either put a playing card on there or a Coke can so that you can make it sound like a motorbike? I didn't because, and, and here's the funny thing. His mom ta taught me how to do the, the playing card thing and the wheel spokes. But my autistic self hated the sound. So. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so I couldn't keep it. I was like, no, I hate this. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> right, so... <laughs> Ah, also had a basket on the front. <laughs> You're not making this any better. You want the show to end. <laughs> and and I have a little license plate with my name that I'm John from Because <laughs> you can get those <laughs> the little Texas license plates. What you mean a bought license plate? Yeah, it was like a little tiny ones. Yeah, They're like mini ones. But yeah, you can buy them. I, I know. I've seen, I, yeah. I have seen them before. Yeah, oh, they probably had them at Las Vegas for sure. Oh, yeah, um, they did. But we had Texas ones. I, I know, I was looking for Bort. Bort doesn't exist. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We need more Bort license plates. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> next oh, we had boy. Kirby Fighters 2 review by Stephen Walcott. Uh, then Dead Z Meat. Oh, God. Why I'm do done. I have to? American. Ugh. <laughs> Yes, I say that unironically to an American. 
Z! My favorite letter of the alphabet. It's much better than Z. Uh, I don't know. P is the best letter. So you utilizes in so many different ways. That's true. There you go. So yeah, awesome. Dead Z Meat by Rob Lake. Uh, then we had Seb Howden doing the Cuba's Arena review. Then, oh God. Oh my God. <laughs> what? We, Dare had, I ask? we had Deadliest Catch the Game review by Squash. <laughs> where my joke went down such a storm that he had to Google what it meant. Oh my god! I'm gonna, I have a vague no, memory gonna, of this. Listen, I'm gonna out squash as being a very young person as part of our Discord, and I. And, oh god, he was talking about the early parts of the game being all he does is catch crabs. <laughs> okay. Well, it was okay. sorting crabs, so I think the joke was at least you weren't catching them. Catching them? Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> he had to Google what it meant, and it was just. Oh. I he feel just so came bad. out afterwards and went, "Ew." <laughs> I yeah, wish I had to Google that. <laughs> this is why I don't talk too much on the Discord because I, I, I would corrupt today's youth. So. <laughs> I think I did, and I feel really bad about it. So I'm sorry, Squash. <laughs> My very oh public public apology for ruining oh your brain. Oh <laughs> you, dear. I, you stole his down. innocence. I'm sorry, I brought you down to our level. Oh, it's a terrible level. level. Yes, yes it is. So Oh, never, never follow up. Please go and check that review out, because it was very funny. Yes. Even oh the backstory gosh. enough is funny uh, as it is. Oh, God. Uh, next, we had uh, the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity review by yeah. Rob. Uh, I need to actually read through it again because I can't remember the review he gave it. I need to see. Um, anyway, so next, Rob, Mr. Oh, my God, he is on fire this week. Um, He's very prolific, big yes. time. Yeah. Uh, we had WRC9, the Xbox Series X version review. So we started getting some uh, some of those reviews yep. out. Um, who is that? So we had the Immortal Immortal Rounds Vampire Wars review by Martin. I'm not sure who Martin is. I think it's one of our new guys, isn't it? It's, uh, it I guess it must be, yeah. So we then we then had um, Infliction Extended Cut review by Toby, the uh, the spoiler himself. No, I'm joking. Mm -hmm. He's not really a spoiler. <laughs> no, not at all. And I will say this: I know we should, but I will. I I love I love my my coworkers. They all just ran to his defense. Yeah, yeah, it was like, good. Built uh, a perimeter around Toby. I was like, I know. And, and to be honest, this is where I give a big shout out to the uh, oh. together we play Discord lot as well, which is the other community I've joined. Oh, that's right. Uh, yes. Where I'm hosting some Smash Brothers sessions with them. Yep. They are an awesome community. They also leaped to his defense as well. Because yep. love it. Yeah, we're we're both part of that community, and they are a wicked bunch of people. So shout out That's to them. Cool. Go and check out their public Discord because they are cool. Um, so yeah, uh, the next one we had was uh, Destiny Two Beyond Light: First Impressions by Rob, Mister On Fire again. Jeez. Mm -hmm. uh, then we had. This is why he ends up being quoted on so many um, comic books and yeah, he's video prolific. cases and video games. Yeah, he's everywhere. Yeah. Then we had the League of Angels Heaven's Fury review by Jason. Uh, 
Jason Kenyon. Okay. I don't think I've seen that name for a while. Anyway. Uh, we then... Um, I don't know if... Did Mike write this one? Mr. Overlord himself? Is it a hardware review? No, it's the uh, Rapid oh. Reviews Christmas Gift Guide. Oh, uh, I I, he yes, did. he did. He did. Yeah, well, it was a good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's yeah, very good. Go, go and check that out. Please go read it, guys. Yeah. If you are struggling for some gift ideas for your loved ones, for your kids, for uh, for the for the gamer out there, go and check it out. Some good stuff. Yeah, on absolutely. There. But last up, we had um, Chloe doing the Falconeer Xbox Series S review, which. So yeah, we started getting the next gen reviews. In fact, we have even opened up a new part of the page that is specifically mm-hmm. just for next gen reviews. Yeah. So go and I check that out, awesome. which is awesome. So uh, everything else, check out www.rapidreviewsuk.com. Absolutely. Um, and if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find us at Rapid Reviews UK or. You can find our pod podcast. 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 <laughs> what is that? Twitter. What is? He no sounds like part Canadian. Podcast. I, well, see, the funny thing is, I am part Canadian. My dad's Cana- was Canadian, and so sometimes so, I will slip into that, so especially when a, I would go visit him. Hmm? So you are essentially a uh, a Canadian <laughs> Scottish. Yep. Hillbilly. Who yes. has emigrated to the land of drinking? <laughs> yes, yes, I can. And you've got I mean, drinking in your blood. I do. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that like, is yeah. the weirdest mix I think I've ever heard. I know. I really want to do one of those DNA tests because I want to see just like it's going to come up and it's going to be like 100% Scottish. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we were talking about that before, and we're not going to mention yeah. exactly what you hoped would yeah. happen as well. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so if you want to follow the podcast specific um, <laughs> one, you can find us at Rapid. No, no. At no, you can't. At RR Radio Pod. Yes. We're going to get through this. We're going to. I'm dying here. We're going to make it. Just three, four more. Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, under Rapid Reviews UK. Boomers. No, I shouldn't, I shouldn't insult the boomers. No. No. I'm going to be good. I'm but good Facebook girl. sucks. Yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I never go on it anymore. Um, of course, you know, my Facebook is public. If anyone ever wants to stop by, it's it's... Just stuff about my business and food pictures. <laughs> it's very boring. So if you want your daily um, dose of food porn, then go and check it out. Yeah. Well, not daily because... Okay, I'm by bi- weekly then. <laughs> yes, there you go. That's good. <laughs> um, uh, but we, we do stream. We actually are streaming because we're like so close to being um, an affiliate. Is affiliate right? We're getting close, right yeah. Yeah, uh, twitch.tv forward slash rrradiopod. I have to tell um, you now, I am not streaming Death Stranding this week. Oh, gosh. Uh, probably we'll come back to it we, next week. We've gone far, far too over. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. We're about to hit two and a half. I'm so sorry, guys. I know. Uh, you went on a tangent about BMX, and I started laughing about it for a few minutes, so that stopped us. Woohoo, BMX bikes. Uh, <laughs> not again. Not again. I can't. I can't. I can't. Uh, where was I at? Oh, yeah. So if you want to email us, 
you know, you can email us. Just chill, just a chat. Podcast at rapidreviewsuk.com. And yep. Pete, what about you? Where can they find you out in that big, beautiful world? Well, you can find me out on Twitter. Uh, either stoking the fans of uh, <laughs> of rage. Troll fires. Trolling. Fire. Or, or generally having a nice conversation with some people. Only, only some, because they are yeah. the only ones who deserve it. Or creating potentially new meme templates. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. I'm, just, I'm not even going to mention it. Um, uh, you can find me at Pete Beckett One, which is the number one, because I'm the greatest. <laughs> not really. Greatest. No, um, no, I am not. I can't take that title. That was yours. That is my title. Essentially, it is. Five ever. And speaking of which, <laughs> you can find me at Twitter. No, not at Twitter. At Twitter. Twitter. You can find me at on Twitter. At on Twitter. <laughs> at Kylie Tegreet. K-I-L-E-Y-T-H-G-R-E-E-T. Where I cannot promise to be any more coherent than I am now. <laughs> most of the time you're drunk on there. Sometimes I am drunk on there, but you can usually tell when I am. Um, yes, I, I definitely can. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I like it when people interact with me, and so always feel free to stop by and yeah. you can tell me I'm just talking bollocks, as they say here. Um, and I was going to make a point. Where did it go? My brain. Oh, I've started tweeting a bit more about my business. I've never really talked about it, but it's a huge part of my life, and yeah. it's why I'm a workaholic, so you're going to start seeing that a lot more. Plus, yep. I've got some high-profile clients that are going to show up next year. So. Of course, and that, and that whoop, business whoop. helped facilitate the uh, the charity shirt, so that should get a shout-out, because I have now followed. Oh, yes. My poor... <laughs> what do I have, like 16 followers on that one? <laughs> I don't care. I followed you off of my, my personal one and off the podcast, so you can check it out yeah. from there. Excellent. You know what the RD stands for? No, I don't. Roller derby because when Ben oh, started, yeah, yeah, it was strictly a roller derby company. Yeah, yep. yeah, I did see that actually. It's in the description. Yeah, so I'm a little bit annoyed at myself for not thinking bigger, but that yeah, was for somebody usually like yeah, for somebody who thinks well far ahead, you didn't think far ahead with that one. I did not, and that is funny because uh, I really thought I was going to be in. I thought the roller derby scene was going to last a lot longer. But with everything that's happened this yeah. year, it's almost non-existent now because <laughs> it's a thought, sport. Well, you thought the roller yeah. derby was going to be like disco. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes, that was a joke. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Disco's going to live forever. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. All right, let's wrap this up before I make some more terrible jokes. I know. Uh, thank you guys for stopping by Rapid Reviews Radio is a uh, supplement to the Rapid Reviews website where you can find smart and terrible you sound so interested saying it no, I'm doing my best to announce your voice uh, for commercials commercial voice Uh, yes where you can find reviews from Indie games. Oh my gosh, I'm so tired. From indie games to AAA games. Oh my god. We're gonna wrap this up. I'm gone. Well, I'm, I'm out. See you yeah. later. All right. We will see y'all next week. Bye.